0: happened last night you find out the morning after let's do this
1: thing all right let's roll the morning after has a begun i am a renzi midtown of manhattan the national football league has started when's the nba start uh, we're uh, one game in, and the entertainment uh, factor on a scale of one to ten, I would say, is uh, probably—I uh, don't know—I would say it's about uh, at about zero uh, or so. And uh, speaking of uh, zero, I seem to have uh, zero uh, strength in this uh, battery pack uh, right now, but uh, we'll deal with it as we uh, we go. Joe Ranieri, what's going on, Joe?
2: How are you, my man? What you there's there's watching paint dry, and then there's what we got last night. So which uh, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Hopefully it'll be a little better this weekend. I doubt it.
1: There'll be one or two games uh, that'll entertain in the last uh, couple of minutes. Uh, but um, listen, I said this last week. I've I've been saying this for years, and it's not not a shock. I said it yesterday. Well, when Sean brought this up earlier um, in the week, whatever. You talked about 40% of NFL uh, fans say that they bet on the NFL. Mm-hmm. And without betting on it, like, if, if people put not have money on that game last night, um, <laughs> you know, are you watching it? Like, honestly, like, a Detroit Tiger versus Kansas City Royal baseball game would have provided more entertainment. <laughs> um, and this isn't, okay, you know, what's the excuse? Oh, it's the first game. Give them time. What, you mean like their championship game, like the Super Bowl, you mean? Because that was great entertainment as well. You know, Mm. out of three and a half hours of an NFL football game, there's about 11 minutes of action. And we use that term very loosely when we say action. There's actually 11 minutes of them moving around. Like, honestly, it's 11 to 15 minutes, guys, out of a three-hour-plus broadcast. They're actually playing football. Like, the plays themselves are about 11 to 15 freaking minutes. And, you know, out of that 11 to 15 minutes, you might get, I don't know, 90 seconds or something like that. It's actually entertaining. But uh, I'm sure somehow when the ratings suck, it'll be Colin Kaepernick's fault. <laughs> I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Stop putting the Chicago Bears on TV,
3: man. Mm-hmm. It's torture.
6: That's money now the number 100.com.
8: shrinking my energy level has gone up and don't think difference is Andro 400 it's great stuff i tried other products and nothing happened
9: guys if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat gain energy and feel years younger try Andro seriously 400, for fucks si- it safe way to boost your testosterone go to andro400.com or call 888 888- 400 435 hundred 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
1: All right, the morning after. I am Areci in Midtown of Manhattan. Joe Ranieri in Miami, Florida. The NFL back, um, I guess, uh, sort of. Uh, but, hey, it was an enjoyable game uh, if you uh, bet on the under like uh, Joe Ranieri did. And it was an enjoyable game if you took the money line on the Green Bay Packers like I did. And um, we took the Green Bay Packers, Joe in the first half on the money line. It's something Even that better. I started to do a lot in the NBA, in the NBA playoffs uh, this year. And, um, you know, I figured, listen, if you like your team, then there's a good If you think the team can win the game, then there's a good chance they're going to be up at the half. <laughs> right? So, mm-hmm. yep. and it's sort of like a first five. Like, you know, like when we're on in-game live, Joe, and you take a stab, it's like, hey, listen, the Detroit Tigers are playing the Houston Astros. Are they better? No. But in the first five innings, like we remember that night, it's like, yep, dude, absolutely. it's plus 360 in the first five
2: innings. So much value to turn away. Yeah,
1: it's like, you know, the game, a lot of stuff can happen in nine innings, but in five, it still might be tied. You might have an early lead. Similar situation. So we hit the first uh, the first half on a money line with the Packers. Um, we hit the money line in the game with the Packers. And this is another, you know, we'll get right into gambling you off the top here. This is another angle. And I brought this up last night on In Game Live, and thanks to everyone who tuned in uh, to the show. Um, it's an angle I brought in. There's sort of a um, – people do this all the time. with uh, you know, I'm talking about gamblers. People have bet on sports. We do it in basketball all the time. And we do it in football all the time. There's a tendency amongst everybody, Joe, to believe – that the team is that the team is losing at the half is always that second half play if especially if they're favorite you know what i mean oh yep. they're favored and they're losing by 4 therefore oh they're going to come back and then they always set the number like the team is going to come back and win the game after mm-hmm. except so once again last night i was thinking i'm like well i think the green bay packers can win this game and they're up by 4 but now I'm getting plus 150 in the second half of money line. Dude, they won the second half 3 nothing only, but that's another plus 150. Right? Yep. Like how many people lost last night betting the Chicago Bears at the half thinking, "Well, wow, there's no way they only get held to 3 points. Um they're going to mm-hmm. score, they're going to come back, etc." Oh, I'm getting a 3-point favorite generally in a pick 'em uh right now, but I didn't look at it like that. I look at it like, you know what? The Green Bay Packers look like the better football team. Uh at least last night they did. And why won't they look like the better football team in the second half again? And you know, we cashed with it. So it's pretty nice. Yep. You know, first uh first half plus 136, game plus 144, second half plus 160. Not bad. You would figure, Joe, then wow. You hit a plus 134, a plus 144, and a plus uh, 160. You must be in a good mood right now about this kid. Right. Wrong.
2: Oh, no. What happened?
1: The prop king uh, got dethroned. Oh, <laughs>
2: God, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, it's a lesson learned, bro, coming out of the gate with these props.
2: Oh, like, yeah. Aaron mm.
1: Rodgers over 22 and a half completions. Yeah. He didn't need to. He only had 18.
2: No, exactly.
1: Um, Devontae Adams. Didn't get to 83 and a half yards. Nobody got to 83 and a half yards. No. <laughs> the leading receiver in the game was uh, Valdez Cantling uh, on the Packers, 50. Uh, 50- <laughs>
2: uh, didn't the kid from Didn't Robinson get over a hundred? I yeah, think he yeah, had yeah, seven. Yeah. One out to, but again, big deal. We're, <laughs> congratulations, you made it to midfield.
1: Yeah, anybody that played <laughs> the single game showdown stuff. Uh, last night in DFS, I guess if you had Allen Robinson, you won. <laughs> <I guess. Yeah. laughs> as as your captain, at least, like in, in a DraftKings uh, yep. format. Um, but, you know, we've said this time and time again, man. Um, I brought it up earlier. You know, I have so many good takes. They just sort of get lost, uh, Joe, in the forest. But right. I said it earlier in the week, like we talked about it. Like baseball, you go to a baseball stadium this weekend. You know, baseball people are bringing their dogs, bro. You know what I'm saying? They have dog yeah. days and blanket days and family day and movie day and come on the field day. And there's, like, buses of tour groups and senior homes and schools. And it's different. Not everybody there is concerned. Like, when how many people in Fenway Park, when they go to a Red Sox game, are sitting there getting pissed off that J.D. Martinez struck out because I have J.D. Martinez uh, on my DFS or my fantasy. Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How many people are watching a game last night that aren't Packers or Bears fans thinking, oh, God, I can't believe I have Trubisky as my quarterback uh, this year, right? How many Mm -hmm. people, and I brought this up, uh, we'll bounce all over the place, Hey, all you fantasy experts, and I'm not calling out anyone in specific, because if you're on a network or something, you're like, oh, Marenzi's calling me out because I actually said I loved Aaron Jones uh, this year. But enough with Aaron Jones, man. (laughs) Right. Every damn year, man, Aaron Jones, fantasy this, Aaron Jones that. Aaron who, man? There's one freaking Aaron on that team, man. His name ain't Jones, guys. It's Mm Rodgers, all right? Like, how many how many yards did ooh, Aaron Jones have last night? And I feel for you guys. Well, not really, because I hope somebody I'm playing against actually um, actually has, <laughs> has them. that love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hope that they're one of the Aaron Jones uh, lovers. Hope but, they got a jersey. <laughs> yeah, keep uh, keep waiting. Yep. I was thinking about that last night. I'm like, damn man, did I forget to set some fantasy stuff? But I'm like, nah, I didn't take anybody. Uh, <laughs> I didn't take yeah. anybody on either team. The only guy yeah. I liked on either team, the only person I would take would have been Devonte Adams, but uh, Devontae Adams was never available whenever I drafted.
2: No, and, and you know a couple of things, guys, to keep in mind too. Uh, The books know that the Chicago Bears, a historic franchise, gets a ton of public support, meaning guys that usually only wait till football season to even bet anything. They know at second half that you watch that game and when they are going to come back and score points, man, as a matter of fact, they're tempting you to say, you know, the Bears are going to come back and win. But yet. If you're objective and you looked at that game, you saw there was nothing you witnessed in the first half to think that any points were going to be scored by Chicago in the second half. But the books know that. They bake it into the number. So they're they're hoping and begging for you, Chicago Bear fans, to go, go ahead, bet Trubisky. Take, go, ahead, go ahead. Take the points. Go ahead. It's Come on, guys.
1: No, you're it, exactly you right. The book. But, yeah. but it looked like they were going to score. And you know, we, we brought this up when it was going on last night on Endgame Live over at the FanDuel Sportsbook, is that the NFL has a knack of doing that, where the game will suck for three hours, <laughs> <laughs> but somehow there'll be some crazy catch in the end zone at the end. Something right. will happen that'll sort of generate headlines and a buzz, and people will forget, oh, man, yeah, the game sucked, but because all they talk about is that ending. And we nearly had that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bears are moving down the field. Trubisky just lobs it up for one reason or another. But it yeah, had that Robert. feeling like it was going to go to overtime, uh, actually. But listen, if you're the Green Bay Packers, you know, you could care less about my fantasy team, your fantasy team, right. over betters or anything else. Mm-hmm. They're 1-0, and it was a division game. Now, how about yep. this, though, Joe? Now, I get it's the 100th anniversary and all that crap, but... Is it a mistake to 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 have division teams playing out of the gate like this? Yeah. Like, are you, you know, especially on TV. Like, I'm saying, all right, if you want to do it on Sunday, but, like, only the NFL does this where they're so arrogant where they're like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what I mean? We'll put whoever mm-hmm. on TV and the, the jackals and the yokels will like it type of stuff. But, like, look at the NBA. Night one. What does the NBA have, Joe? Lakers, yeah. Clippers, right? <laughs> like the biggest like battle of the like, oh, like right out of the yeah. gate, bam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know but the the NFL doesn't do that. You know, like there's only like eight teams to get on TV in the NBA. The NFL should do the same, guys. People bitch about yeah. it, but it's true. Would Good you? Point. What would have been? Would the Pats, Chiefs, would have been funner last night? Yes, it would have been. Hello.
10: Yep. <laughs>
12: That's 855-325-1780. At 28, I had struggled with
0: opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab Placement.
12: that's 800-403-5912
2: Put your money where your mouth is, guys. You can open uh, you can open a sports wagering account with FanDuel. It's Jersey's largest sports book. And if you go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid, you'll get a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That's a free bet of up to 500 bucks when you simply open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com. And whether it's point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college or pro sports, you're going to be in control if you go to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open the new account, claim your free wager of up to 500 bucks, and do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Joe Ranieri. So, uh, yeah, good call on the unders. Uh, Joe, I thought things would open up uh, a little bit. But, uh, man, that game was just in quicksand or molasses or um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever um, – uh, whatever you want to, uh, which way you want to put it. And, you know, and I'm thinking, all right, so how does this help us move uh, forward? Right. Basically, like, you know, what's done is done last night. And like, yeah, it's, like I said, like only me somehow, bro. Like only mm. me. You know how hard it is not to make money when you have a plus 136, a plus 144 and a plus 160 mm. in the same game? <laughs> right. You know
2: how hard it is but- not to make money? But you did it right, bro. Like you had the plan. You you had the blueprint. You knew how you were approaching it. You knew exact this was how you saw the game playing out. Unfortunately, Rodgers didn't have the kind of night he needed to with the props, but you did exactly what you thought was going to happen, and it worked for the most part.
1: One thing that I'm proud of about this, and it was tough to do, and I'm not going to lie. I also had them plus 3, but I've talked a lot about this this weekend. I often say a lot of things, but I don't back it up enough. I don't practice what I preach. And I've got to do it more. And I've, I've been talking a lot about the fact that the point spreads don't come into play as much as people think, as in, like, right. next to never, guys. Yet we are so conditioned, to talk, and believe in point spreads. That's all we do. And mm-hmm. even after I say what I'm going to say right now, And minutes later, we're going to start contradicting ourselves and talking about how I like this team plus the points. But, guys, it's very hard, man. It's almost like nicotine or heroin or, uh, you know, a heroin team. (laughs) (laughs) The smack team. Yeah, 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 oxy, whatever's addictive, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's hard to wean yourself off. It's Mm -hmm. hard to talk yourself into not taking the points and just jumping off the cliff and taking the money line. Yep. And last night, I had talked about it. I talked about it. But I was like, I have to do it. And it's like, yeah, but man, this game's probably going to be a close game. It's going to feel like it's going to be a close game. Those three points could be key. And then, you know, I had to remember, dude, 82% of the time. And it's not just one year. All right? There's been a common pattern over the last uh, five years or so. Four or five years, guys. Like, these patterns and trends change. All right? Um... This has always been the key in the Super Bowl, though. It's literally like forty-eight and five, I believe. It's either forty-eight and five or forty-seven and six. I think only five or six times, literally, the point spread has mattered in the Super Bowl. Like, oh, you took the underdog and the points. Yeah, it didn't matter. You could have taken them on the money line because they won outright. And in in the regular season in the NFL, guys, it happens. 82% of the time last year, the year before, Joe, 85%. Yeah. Only 15% of the time did the point spread come into play. And you're leaving a lot of money on the table. We've left a lot of money on the table, guys. Yep. Like last night, would you say, all right, good for you, and congratulations, nice pick. You had the Packers plus three. Yeah? Yep. Would you rather have had that, or would you rather have cashed a plus 152?
2: No brainer. It's a, that's no a brainer. game
1: and a half. Yep. That's a game exactly. and a half, guys. You add that up in all the games that we all bet as degenerate gamblers as we all are, that's a lot of money, Ranieri.
2: Yeah. Well, tell me, Gabe, have you heard this already? Because I've already heard it a dozen times, and it, and it proves your point. Uh, you know, I this team is, you know, I love them to win, but I don't love them to win by that many Yeah, points. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you're, you're missing the point. You already have the answer. Like, you have the winner. If you know they're going to win – it Nothing else matters. You know, you're missing that point, guys. It's got nothing to do with the points. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? There's your winner.
1: Yep, great call. You're exactly right. And the other, the other one, um, well, I'm not going to take them on the money line. I'm going to take them uh, plus that five because I don't, I don't know if they're going to win, but I think they can cover. <laughs> Listen, you should not be betting on an underdog that you do not think that can win the game outright
2: without points exactly
1: like if if you're thinking then you're just hoping if you're like well I don't I know this team's not going to win it's like a lot of people taking the redskins this week mm-hmm. all right well I know they're not going to win but I'm hoping they can lose by less than 10 so that's like giving your money to uh, to a stranger um in the park and saying well... You know, I'm hoping that um they're gonna still gonna be here when I come back. Right? <laughs> like you're you know, you when you're betting, you don't wanna be hoping. You wanna be investing. You yep. don't wanna be hoping. You know yep. what I mean? You wanna be investing, guys. So yeah, if you're betting on a team and you don't think they can win the yeah. game outright, then why are you betting on them? Yeah. Right? Sure. like why you why are you betting on them? Now I'm not stating that I'm never gonna take points. And like I said, it's hard to get off of it. Now Last night I went I went all in. I took the, I took the money line first half money line game. And I also had the plus three, but it really is it's it's amazing Joe that you realize you know what I don't need to uh, I don't need to take the points. And conversely at times you know lay a money line with a favorite uh, as well. Like it can go yes. both ways. You know no one really thinks of that that oh I'm playing a money line in a parlay like. Like, not, people don't think of they only think of point spread, show. A like, good example, I didn't want to lay 30 the other night with the Dodgers against the Rockies. So it's like, you know, Absolutely. I'm going to be betting Khabib in a UFC fight. Let me take the Dodgers, Khabib, and then I'll throw the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line mm-hmm. uh, in. So, yep. you know, nothing is absolute, guys. So it's not as though ever there's not going to be a cover and a, and a point spread that covers, et cetera, but... You know, think about it. Next time you're doing this and you're looking at that plus 152, you're like, should I take the plus three and a plus
10: 152?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, 82% of the time, man, that plus 152, uh, you know, could hit. Now, I'm not saying 82% yeah. of the time you win, but 82% of the time, the left side of the page that you're looking at, Joe, that point spread yeah. side, doesn't yep. mean anything. Almost put a piece of tape over it. Money lines, yeah. baby. Money lines.
2: Yeah. What happens with people is, guys, we've been conditioned. Every one of us that ever got one of those office pulls, they give you, they give you the sheet and say, pick every winner. Uh, you know, with the spread, so you're going through every game. But the reality is, from a betting perspective, there should be one or two games on that card where you can look at it and go, I don't care what the number is, this team is winning, this team is losing. You don't have to bet every other game where you're hoping or not sure. Just concentrate. On what you know, you can look at and go, that's a winner, that's a loser. Forget about the numbers; it doesn't make a difference at that point.
1: Now, I got frustrated by the props uh, last night, and it, you've got to learn lessons instead of just getting mad. There's got to be a lesson right. learned from this stuff. Yep. So, I'll ask you, Joe: Are the are the um, offenses behind the defenses now? The defense is going to be ahead of the offenses across the board, or a generalization? Or was that just last night, the old black and blue division, Bears-Packers? Can we be surprised that that's the game the way that it turned out? Um, You know, how do we approach this? And the one thing that really got me last night, I'm a big sack prop better. Mm. I like betting over the sack uh, number often. Dude, there were a million sacks last night. I left that on the table. The other thing that struck me too, Joe, is, and I brought this up, and I remember, you know, we, you and I were talking about it. I said, I don't understand how these coaches and these teams in the NFL have the gall and the arrogance not to play their guys in a preseason. Oh, and you. say, well, we're going to flick the switch. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, great, great, great stuff. Aaron Rodgers is one hopping balls, Joe, for the first 10 minutes yeah. of that game. You know, yeah. he was four yards off. Even Devontae Adams, like, kind of threw his arms in the air, like, bro, come on, man. You know, like... Mm-hmm. This is what happens. I brought it up, and I said, I don't want to hear when a regular season starts from you then after, well, you know, it's going to take a couple of weeks to get in sync. That's why you charge fans for four preseason games, guys. Unless exactly. you're Bill Belichick, you don't have the currency not to practice. It's like not practicing. It's like a kid saying, it's like a bad student, Joe. Like, think about it. The Arizona Cardinals didn't run their offense. <laughs> right. It's like a dropout student, failure student, standing, I don't need to study. You'll see at the exam. I got this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really? Yep. I'll tell you what right now, guys. That little vaunted, <laughs> that, that vaunted Arizona offense ain't going to shock anybody on Sunday. It's going to suck on Sunday. And you're yep. going to hear on Monday, they showed some signs, Joe. Well, it's going to take a couple of weeks to get in in sync and timing, and they showed, well, that's what you just had the last eight weeks for, jackasses.
2: Yeah. Yeah, defense, guys, is reactionary. Offense requires rhythm timing, repetition, and when you don't get any for four weeks of training camp and four preseason games, you're wearing a baseball hat on the sideline, and then you think all of a sudden, including offensive, everybody's going to be in rhythm. It's a lot easier for the defensive guys to react than it is for the offensive guys to be in rhythm. That's what the preseason is for, and I do think, you know, we watched Andy Reid play Patrick Mahomes for the first half in the first preseason game. Everyone's like, what are you, crazy? I guarantee you, Kansas City's offense is going to look heads and tails above anything that Jacksonville throws out, who bubble-wrapped, you know, uh, Foles, uh, who we saw for one series. There are going to be teams that are going to deliver on offense this week, and I guarantee you, those are the teams that spent significant time. Lamar Jackson, say what you want about the Dolphins. Fitzpatrick played. Like, give me the guys that played who are ready to rock and roll.
1: If you notice that like you just said Lamar Jackson and Mahomes, you know, Mahomes the MVP of the league, and he played in the preseason. Lamar Jackson is a stud who is a running quarterback who they could have said, no, 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 we'll hold him off. He played. You know what it's like? Championship caliber coaches get their guys ready. These clown new guys that think they're smarter than everybody.
6: You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently.
14: I sure feel that way.
6: That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms.
14: My antihistamine doesn't do that?
6: None of them do.
14: Oh, that is different.
6: And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief.
3: So even if I'm wired differently...
6: Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best aid possible well i found one website that can find you the best date and it's called thebestdate 100.com just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date remember you can find the best date of your life at the 100.com that's the best date 100.com one more time the best date 100.com
0: what's your irs problem do you owe back taxes
3: your story. Go to
0: GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
1: All right, morning after has begun. The NFL season has begun as well. Don't worry, it has to get better. It can't be any worse, right? Oh, wait, it can't be. Remember the Super Bowl? (laughs) Uh, That's that's the whole thing. Well, give them time. It's the first game. Take a while to get in sync. Well, what's you know, it's it just is it is what it is. But uh, nevertheless, as I stated, we've been talking about this. The the reason that the NFL, when we wake up Sunday morning, it's not like oh I can't wait to uh, you know I can't wait for the sights and sounds of football. It's I can't wait to bet on six games. I can't wait to maybe win a million dollars playing FanDuel or DraftKings. It's the competition. You know, it's not really the sport. Like, people go watch baseball for the love of the game. People drink beer and, you know, hockey for the love of the game. Football, the players don't even love the game. They admit it. Like, the players, you know, football is solely for money. Everybody involved in football is there for money besides somebody's old psychotic coaches like Zimmer and Belichick and... Those are the guys, like Zimmer was willing to lose his eyeball to coach a game once. <laughs> like right, Literally, exactly. they were like, coach, you might we, you might lose your eye if you coach. I'll do it. Your mm-hmm. organization's okay. like, no, no, you can't do it. Uh, but it's money. <laughs> whether you want to make money betting, whether you want to make money playing fantasy, whether a player wants to make money, whether the owner wants to make money, whether the television network wants to make money. If you think about it, that whole Bo stuff, it was exactly right. We'll get back to that. But when he said, "Yo, you're, this is the last time you play for a team. He goes, you'll play for a contract, you'll play for this, you'll play for that. But this is the last time yeah. you'll ever play for a team. The team, the team. Drew Dinkmeyer, part of the team, and uh, we're glad to have him because he's uh, the smartest guy here. Drew Dinkmeyer. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Drew?
15: I'm doing well. I'm just here for the money as well, Gabe.
1: Exactly, exactly. You <laughs> know You know we're we're not paying you for this appearance, though, right, just to be clear?
15: Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, <laughs> then I got, I got something else on the calendar. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> but you hear what i'm saying you're like what's your motivation for studying the nfl
15: money right uh, mm-hmm. entire entirely entirely when i you know for me oh dear
16: god
1: oh oh well the one guest yeah. i'm really looking forward to um... <laughs> i don't even know why i try anymore joe
10: mm-hmm.
2: i don't like It's it's interesting too gabe you know uh uh, I mean, I'm back. Oh,
15: There he is. All right. Yeah. Perfect. I'm back. Right. A little internet blurb. But yeah, no, fantasy football for me is all about the money. It's, it's, it's just about trying to figure out the math behind, uh, you know, getting the best rosters together and trying to make money playing fantasy football. And uh, yeah, it's not, it's, it's the sport that I watch mostly just, just to make money. So I'm in, in complete agreement with you. Gid.
1: All right. So let's jump in and try to make people some money uh, here. Last night's in the book. So we move forward right now. Uh, but there are a lot of divisional tilts, uh, Drew, and you know it's like those Thursday night games. Divisional tilts tend to lead to uglier games. We can't blanket analyze what's going to happen because of one game; it doesn't affect the other games. But moving forward here, what's the game? What are a couple of the games that uh, you guys over at Daily Roto are looking to uh, to isolate and stack? And it seems to me, as I'm looking at an optimized lineup right now. That uh, Carson Wentz is a popular quarterback, Uh, Tyler Lockett a very popular wide receiver uh, this week, as is Dalvin Cook at the running back position. Um, So you know, talk to me about this uh, this week's uh, hot uh, hot prospects, uh, Drew.
15: Yeah, well, I think you know, in terms of the games that we're looking to stack, I think it's very in line with the Vegas totals in general, and I think you will see some ownership on these games. So you kind of have to sift through which game will come with the lowest ownership to provide the biggest upside in tournaments, but I think the games that most people are going to focus on are that Kansas City-Jacksonville game. Uh, we've dubbed Kansas City the fantasy football champs from last year. They might not have won the Super Bowl, but they won everybody a lot of money. So that's all we really care about. And that game's got a 50-plus total. Jacksonville's offense should be uh, more more pass-heavy this year uh, with the change in coaching staff, with a little bit more confidence in the quarterback position and with Nick Foles. And their wide receiver options are really cheap. So if you want to stack Kansas City up, you can bring back Jacksonville players on the other side at pretty affordable price tags. I think that will be popular. I think the Los Angeles Rams Carolina game is one that we're really excited about, especially with Cam Newton practicing in full early in the week. There were some concerns over that foot uh, injury that he suffered during the preseason, but that Carolina offense is really explosive this year with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel on the outside Christian McCaffrey. Obviously there's a lot of pass catchers that can make way uh, getting yards after the catch and, and the Rams offense, you know, outside of that Super Bowl perfor- performance, has been pretty consistent throughout the last few years and really concentrated in terms of the opportunities they give. So that's another game that we'll be targeting heavily in terms of low ownership in games that I think you can get um, relatively low ownership on. I think the Tampa Bay, San Francisco side, I think Chris Godwin is going to carry some ownership for Tampa Bay, but everybody else in that game, maybe George Kittle for San Francisco, everybody else in that game, I think, will come with relatively low ownership. So guys like OJ Howard, uh, Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis. I think those guys are really interesting plays. Uh, and DFS with low ownership this week.
2: It's, you know, Drew, how do you balance? It's so unique, the first week or two of the season. You know, you've got guys like Zeke Elliott who just, you know, they were in Cabo for the last two months. Now all of a sudden <laughs> he's uh, he's available, ready to go, and everyone's like, oh, you got to you gotta play him, you know, kind of that staple. And then you've got guys like Darius Geis who now, you know, they, AP is is inactive, Geis is going to get all the care. Like how do you balance between guys that you've seen nothing of Versus guys that have been there, done that. I, what do you do with a Zeke Elliott in this situation? Is he? Do you have to play? Him? else is going to play him?
15: Yeah. So if you're playing like your season-long league, you probably don't have alternatives to to Ezekiel Elliott that are com- comparable. So you know, in those types of formats, you're probably just playing your star and going with it. In DFS, it's different though, right? Because you have the whole landscape of options to choose from, and they all have price tags that that you're trying to pick through. And so with Ezekiel Elliott, a guy who's fully priced and we haven't seen it all in preseason, and all we've seen from preseason and training camp is all this buzz around Tony Pollard, and mm-hmm. you have Zeke reporting midweek of the first week of the season, you have to expect that there's going to be some level of scaling back of the workload. And so even if Zeke gets, let's say, 75% of his normal workload for a season-long fantasy league, that's probably good enough to start. For DFS, you know, the price tag is based off of 100% of his workload and based off of everything that he's done last year. So he's a little bit overpriced to us. Um, In terms of how we deal with early in the season, it is one of the more challenging uh, topics because in general, you know, once we get past like week eight or so, we have a pretty good handle on how good offenses are, how good opposing defenses are, how teams are uh, shading their their percentages in terms of play calling. This point in the season, it's a lot of guesswork. We're kind of leaning on last year, some things we've seen in the preseason, but a lot of teams don't reveal their total offense in the preseason. So I would say in general, if you're playing DFS and you have instincts, it's it's better and more profitable to follow your instincts early in the season and follow the projections and the math later in the season because the projections and the math get better and better as the mm. year goes on.
1: And not to get too um, not to get too into the weeds uh, here, uh, but maybe just like in a minute answer or so. I was curious about that. I was curious about that from the betting uh, perspective and go to dailyroto.com, guys for your optimizers, betting tools, and everything else in between. But even for your, so how do you project, like your 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 analysis, Drew, coming in? You know, what do you use? Do you use last year our little preseason? Like what yeah. what goes into the recipe?
15: Yeah, it's a little combination of of uh, last year, the last few years. Um, it always depends on the team. Like if a team is pretty stable in their personnel and their coaching, you can you can use that sample a little bit longer. And then what we do with teams that we don't have big samples on is we heavily regress compared to the league average. So these offenses, like the last few years that have kind of exploded, uh, Kansas City and the Rams, we were going to be behind on those from the get go. We just couldn't project that kind of growth. And so we note that kind of when we talk in our podcast to our subscribers, we say, all right, if you think there's an offense this year that can take it to the next level, like Cleveland is probably the offense people are most excited about. We're probably going to be low on them to start. It's going to take time for us to catch up. And so we you know, the, the best thing about uh, understanding and building a model is, you know, where its weaknesses are in early in the season with smaller samples is certainly where they are.
1: All right. I want to ask you and I see what out to Tom Newton and in our, in our chat, he says he likes Russell Wilson uh, this yeah. week as his quarterback. So I want to ask you about that. I brought up Tyler Lockett, who I think could uh, be in line for a big year. Um, what do you think about that Seattle situation? And. I think Tom Brady's being under-talked about. And, you know, I was looking at season-long leagues, weekly rankings. It's Pittsburgh. Shouldn't this game be a classic Pittsburgh-New England if they, they throw three, four touchdowns? And keep on hearing, no, they run the ball a lot now. Yeah, yeah, because that's it. It's over for them, right? Like, they, they're they done. You know, they don't, they're never going to throw again. But what about Russell Wilson and talk to me about Tom Brady? <laughs>
15: So with Russ, I think we're pretty excited about the Seattle offense, offensive whole. Uh, we're pretty con- confident that they'll be able to generate points. They're almost a double-digit home favorite, and that's usually a historically strong situation for fantasy production as well. With all the uh, injuries to the wide receiver position, it sounds like DK Metcalf is gonna be able to play, but who knows how much. Uh, David Moore's out, they had to re-sign Jerron Brown after they cut him for some cap work, which is Davion Clowney. Their offense looks like it's gonna be condensed early in the season, so we know where the ball's going. It's going to Tyler Lockett, and it's going to Chris Carson. And so I feel pretty good about Seattle's offense. I think Russ will be relatively low owned. And if Russ returns to running the way that he did the last few years, not last year, the numbers came way, way, way down. Yeah. There is huge fantasy upside. And I don't think he's going to be particularly owned. So I think he's a very good. Now that he got player. his money, Drew, and you know, it's hard
1: to keep up with all his contracts, but he got his money, right? Maybe he lets him run, let, let it loose a little bit, running a little bit more. Knowing that, you know what, I got paid. I got my guarantee.
15: I hope so. I mean, I just hope they open up that offense. I yeah. know they had success last year running the ball, but Russell Wilson's such a special player. And the more they have the ball in his hands, I think the more successful they'll be long term. Getting to the Tom Brady note, I think it's an interesting situation. He's not on the main slate for a lot of DFS sites because of the Sunday night game. Um, but without Gronk, he historically has been a, a much less relevant fantasy football quarterback. Now, getting Josh Gordon to potentially replace Gronk, especially like in the red zone and that kind of productivity and efficiency, will be interesting to see if he's able to maintain. But it's it's unbelievable. This guy's in his early 40s and we're still talking about, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the game. Um, year after year, you know, you build in aging curves for these models and, and he keeps defying them. So we'll see what it looks like on Sunday night. But I do expect point, uh, plenty of points in that game.
1: Uh, Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, uh, Viking wide receivers against the Falcons.
15: Does, does that intrigue you at all? It does. Um, you got to keep an eye on Stefan Diggs on the injury report. Yeah. He popped up on Wednesday to mm. play a uh, dim practice with a hamstring. And historically, when he's on the injury report, he has really struggled in, in games. So we want to see a clean bill of practice today on Friday. We want to see him not listed on the injury report, ideally. I think Dalvin Cook is going to be one of the highest owned players in all of DFS this week. Uh, people love attacking running backs against the Falcons. And Dalvin Cook had that big 80-yard preseason run that got everybody's attention as well. So I think he's going to be very popular, which makes it so that if you play those Cousins, Steal and Diggs stacks, you're likely getting leverage on the field. Because if they do really well, it's going to be harder for Dalvin Cook to do well. That was a tournament spot we were pretty intrigued in, but we want to keep an eye on that stuff on Diggs' injury with the hamstring.
2: Yeah, I was going to ask you, is Stacks a better um, you know, strategy going in early on because it is so widespread? You don't know what you're going to get from some uh, some teams. Is it better to just stack the teams that you're expecting a lot of points with you know the saints
10: the
15: chiefs the rams that kind of thing yeah so if you're playing dfs you almost always want to be stacking especially in tournaments because in general it's it's hard to pick uh players that are going to be at the very top of their position if you're just picking them individually and if you pick a quarterback and and a running back or a quarterback and a wide receiver from the same team if they happen to get their production together, like wide receivers and quarterbacks often do, you're, make, you're having one less decision point that you have to get right. Instead of having to get a quarterback right and a wide receiver right, you're likely to get them both right if if they're if they're going off together. And if you got them both wrong, you weren't cashing anyway. If you're getting one of two wrong, you weren't cashing anyway. So stacks make a ton of sense, especially if you're playing DFS tournaments.
1: And, you know, I'd love to, you know, if we have more time, I'd love to get in a little bit of a tutorial. So when I punch in the settings, last year a theme, and Joe just asked about stacks, so Joe – you know, so you stock one team, so let's say running back, wide receiver, maybe a tight end, I don't know if that's too much, but then you come back uh, with with at least a wide receiver on the other side, right, Drew? I know there's yeah. no one set formula and recipe, but when, guy, when I'm punching in the settings, and that's what I often do, I'm like, all right, give me a wide receiver, give me a running back, and give me a wide receiver on the other team, am I doing that right?
15: Yeah, generally you want a quarterback paired with two skill players and then bring them back from one other team. If the game picks up pace, if there's quick touchdowns mm-hmm. and it elevates the pace of the game, all of those players are benefiting at the same time, and so are your lineups.
1: Drew Myers, never enough time uh, with a brilliant mind like uh, Dink. So go to Daily Roto. He's got his analysis up there. There's tutorial videos, optimizers, and everything else in between.
13: Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now.
10: Oh, yeah. That's it. I'm like, yeah, he's playing 1,500 lineups
1: because he can afford it. (laughs) And because he's won so much playing a <laughs> DFS. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: Because that's the key to his success right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I know. Not the fact that he's an Ivy Leaguer, right? And uh, the guy, like, <laughs> guy's like, got, like, uh, you know, computer programs, algorithms, knowledge. of. That's the other thing, too, of people. I remember this years ago. They said, oh, those DFS guys. They're all just sort of, you know, they're all geeks or they're all nerds who, they don't even like the sport. They're like, they don't even like the sport. They're just math, you know, computer guys. And they just teach. They don't even love the sport. And it's funny, I don't know, for a guy that doesn't love the sport, I swear to God, out of any guys that we have, I think Drew Dickmeyer is probably the smartest guy. And I'm talking about, you can ask Drew about an offensive line. Like, he'll tell you about the somatic schemes, guys. Like, he, I think some people think, like, some of these guys are just, like, sort of, it's, like, revenge of the nerds. and their computer yeah, yeah. yeah. numbers. Yeah, their numbers are computer program. Like, that's right here. Oh, he's got a computer program. <laughs> like, Joe, like, like, he just pushes a button, right? Yeah. And, and he made the computer program. <laughs> <laughs> he programmed the program. Like I love no people actually think like, hey, these guys are at home. They have some secret program. (laughs) Actually, I'm gonna be a millionaire now. Yeah. He made the program. (laughs) Like like, Mm -hmm. you must feed something into the program. That's what I said. Like, I don't even know how to use the settings of this thing. And I've been using (laughs) it for years. That's why I asked him, Am I doing it am I doing it right with one white like you and I mean? And I'm doing it basic. I just tried to do something. I'm not going to lie. When Dick Meyer came on, I tried to do something on the Optimizer. I stumped them. Like, it came back. We do not understand your request. In other words, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't what make sense what about? I did. Right? <laughs>
2: That's
16: great.
1: That's <laughs> like saying that, like, uh, you know, Billy Waters... Billy Walters, he only won money because he bet big. <laughs> yeah. so that's the only reason he won. He bet a lot of yep. games and he bet a lot of money. He bet a lot of money. He, well, that's why. Yeah. He, Brown's like he, Brown, Brown is very close, in my opinion, Joe, to being out of the NFL. Oh, yeah. Like, not just the Raiders cutting him. Like, who's going to sign him next week, Joe? Like, this isn't a case where it's Josh Gordon. Hey, I'll play for a million dollars. Thanks for having me. This isn't Kareem Hunt. I punched a chick. You know, I'm lucky I'm still in the league. He threatened a general manager, bro. I don't think people Mm -hmm. are, like, taking this seriously enough. Like, he threatened to punch Mike Mayock. Mike Mayock, who knows everybody in the league, is so respected. Like, it could be a case of, like, wow, he threatened to punch Bill Bidwell Jr., be like, yeah, whatever. Mm. He's a jerk. Like ah. when my boy Kyle uh, Turley threatened to punch uh, Mike Martz, it was like, well, nobody likes Mike Martz, right? That was mm-hmm. what kind of what people said, right? Like they're like, they were like, yeah, can you blame him? Everybody loves Mike Mayock in football, bro.
10: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So just think of a GM calling Mayock after they cut him, and they go, Mike, what was the deal with AB anyways? What do you think Mayock's gonna tell him? They're gonna say he's certifiable. Like, so he wasn't happy. He was the highest-targeted uh, wide receiver in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. He's got, like, 14 targets a game in Pittsburgh. Still unhappy. Still unhappy in Pittsburgh. And people thought he was going to be happy in Oakland. He couldn't even get there, guys. Uh, I would cut him loose. Yep. And nothing's going to change. He unfollowed the Raiders, and he unfollowed uh, Carr. I thought he was your boy that you're working out with him.
2: Yeah, knows your name
1: <laughs> guy's a clown Unreal. man he's a clown
0: let dailyrodo.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball become the eighth daily roto $1 million dollars in a fan duel DraftKings Tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Rodo premium package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
4: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text.
5: Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone. GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient in clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. NuGenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321
9: Call 888-400-435. 888-400-435. Andro400.com.
3: Oh, Raider Nation! I'm here in Napa. It's time to get to work, baby. Float like a butterfly, I sting like a bee. Let's get to work.
1: Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. <laughs> Nobody's a jackass like me. Mm. That's not what he should have uh, finished this off with then. Uh, so, yeah, we are quickly, let's get, we'll get to the games, guys. Screw Antonio Brown, but this isn't an isolated incident. This isn't like the helmet situation. This goes back, all right? It's been a couple of years. Something has changed, all right? And, I, you know, I don't like when people... People play doctor on TV, Joe, you know, and you mm-hmm. start to analyze people. You do it. Oh, Hillary Clinton's got this and Joe Biden's got that. Trump's crazy. And, well, I'm not a doctor and I didn't analyze him, but and <laughs> so I guess I'm going to have to do the same thing here. But mm-hmm. I don't think he's well, Joe. Yeah. Like, in a sense, for real, like, I don't know, like, um, if it's a bipolar situation I, and that's what I would suspect. There's some sort of chemical imbalance in this guy. And this is what I meant. It's just my own opinion. I'm not saying it's right. But I think there's a chemical imbalance in this guy in which he cannot control himself. And he clearly has some serious rage issues. And I know as someone that has some serious rage issues. But there's a difference between sort of like mini outbursts and getting mad about you know, dumb things and pathological behavior and you know like he's destroying his career and Mm. a lot of money this isn't well you lost your job bro yeah well whatever you get a new job you know what i'm saying this is Mm -hmm. you don't have a long window as a professional athlete you're you're never getting a big contract after this you're never getting invited back anywhere so like i said I said this two weeks ago when he told Ben to shut up on Twitter. I said, dude, you're never going to get invited back to any Steeler function. And you don't regret it now, but just wait. Mm-hmm. Just wait till you see all the crew 20 years from now getting loved and free tickets to Hawaii and come in and, you know, and the adulation and the money and the autographs. You're going to miss it. You haven't played for the Raiders yet, and you're already going to be persona non grata with this organization like you're running out of, you know, it's sort of like a dude that, you know, that jilts every chick in town. You're out of women almost to like piss off now, bro. Right. Like I, you know, people think, oh no, other team's gonna step up. He's not looking to play for cheap, guys. Nobody's mm-hmm. gonna pay this guy 16 million, 15 million, 14 million dollars a year to get what you get from him. He's unfollowing people. He loves you. He hates you. So. He came out of Central Michigan, humble kid, had a chip on his shoulder. From Miami, but, you know, Florida area, top part of town. You know Joe, right? So.
2: Carroll City, yep.
1: Yeah, so, you know, goes to Central Michigan, not recruited by big-time schools, but, you know, he goes to the Chippewas. Had him on the show. Me and Cam spoke to him twice, had him on twice. Uh, early, had him on and before the draft and then after the draft. Nice guy. All right, we know, remember the Steeler players said, he changed when Wallace left. Remember he got hit in the practice, I guess, years ago, and he got all upset and he complained to the coaches and he got all pissed mm-hmm. off, don't hit me, don't touch me. And they were like, wow, who the hell does this guy I think he is suddenly? And then it grew into the monster, but he was a great player. But, okay, that's fine. That's Terrell Owens type stuff, Joe. That's normal wide receiver behavior, right? I want to be the team MVP. Give me the ball. I'm not appreciated. I'm a big diva. That's normal athlete stuff. Throwing a couch off a balcony and nearly hitting an old man walking his grandkid is not normal Mm -hmm. stuff. Flipping out and nearly assaulting security guards in your condo because you're accusing people of stealing $80,000 a gun is not normal. Threatening to break the jaw of a Pittsburgh Steeler beat writer over a story that he wrote is not normal. Um, It's gone from him being a diva to, quite frankly, on the verge of violence, Joe. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, would you be shocked, like, if Antonio Brown assaults somebody now? I won't be. (laughs) No, like, he's a walking Conor McGregor, bro. Like, -hmm. he's basically turned into Conor McGregor. Like short of you know you know you know cocaine residue and a bunch of kids everywhere. Like what's next? Like he's gonna slap a phone out of someone's hand outside of a Sonic drive thru You know what I mean? Like like if you sign him and then he does something, it's on you. The Raiders, fine, you took a chance, you lost. I'm with you, Joe. At some point, and even as a degenerate gambler. If you're the Raiders, and this is fitting because you're going to Vegas, you got to walk away from the table, guys. Yep. This will not end well for you. And you want to pay him $14 million for him? You give him $14 million, he might just show up and take a dump on your logo. (laughs) You give him $14 million and he knows he's got you by the balls now? Good luck with that, Joe.
2: You know what did it to me last night? I believe.
1: Oh, we're losing. Uh, right, we'll get uh, we'll get Joe back. Um, it's too bad. He's a fun player to watch play, and I know his attitude is, well, I've got 30 million dollars in the bank, or I've got 20 million dollars, or whatever. I don't know how much he saved over the years. I know he said, oh, I don't need to play anymore. Well, at the rate that you're going. You know, does anyone really think that Antonio Brown is, like, some sound financial planner? How many lawsuits does this guy have? How many lawsuits is he going to have? How many, He's going to probably, he could have a big lawsuit and a legal case coming up in, I don't know, let's say about uh, 48 hours, guys, with the Raiders. <laughs> yep. Right? Like, the CBA, like, the, the, the NFLPA is not going to pay for his legal team for this. Nope. Like, this is all you. It's just like Conor McGregor. I saw an interview with Dana White. He said, whatever, man. He said, if Conor doesn't learn and wants to keep paying people every week, every day. <laughs> Dana White said, because uh, they said, oh, you never punish Conor McGregor. He goes, I don't need to punish him. The guy's lost millions of dollars. He goes off about how he's probably like paid off like $10 million to people.
10: <laughs>
1: like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, I punched this guy. I impregnated her. I did this. And people, oh, he's got money. You guys, he won't be making money anymore soon. Yep. You think Antonio Brown's going to be sitting next to Jim Nansen in five years, bro? Mm-hmm. Hell no. The guy can barely yeah. talk.
2: And he's you know only that, 30.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. No. The money will be gone. Mm-hmm. Now yep. it's pretty cold. What's the guy's name, Joe, in, in Pittsburgh? Is it Mark Madden, the media guy who's been around a while?
2: Madsen? uh Matson, yes yes
1: so he's uh, one of these guys he's kind of he's kind of mean-spirited but he said you know he said kind of what I was saying I, he's like i told you all along i told you for the last five years this guy's a jerk and that he's a detriment and then he said the next step i can't wait to see when he's destitute and begging
2: mm. i thought it was a little hard a little hardcore it's a little rough that is a little rough, yeah, a little uh,
1: rough. You know, destitute and begging but
2: But, you know, you again, I want to play you a clip here because this did it for me. You and I both know Drew Rosenhaus and that's his job, Rosenhaus. And, you know, this is a guy that, you know, the the reason guys with questionable personalities love him as their agent is he lays down, man. It's everybody else's fault, but his client's. But this is what he said last night uh, during the game. And you tell me if you've ever heard Drew Rosenhaus sound like this. Uh, Well,
9: I think there's been a lot of speculation. Um, The reality is that we're still talking through many scenarios. There has yet to be a suspension. Nothing is final yet. I've been in touch with Coach Gruden, Mike Mayock. We're doing our best to work this out. Trying to keep this relationship moving in a good direction again. It's ongoing. But nothing has been finalized either way, and from my perspective, I'm trying to get it to work out, Mike. Who, who is that? I when have you ever heard Drew Rosenhaus
2: sound like that? Yeah,
1: that sounds sort of like uh, he knows the Raiders right. <laughs> like that's the, <laughs> right? I
16: mean,
1: You can hear the tone. I'm trying to I'm trying to make this work out. I don't. You know, the thing is, I don't see how how they they make this uh, work out because no. Antonio Brown will just move the goalpost again. Like the whole, listen, Antonio Brown could have avoided all of this with $54,000. Pay the $54,000 to charity and none of this would have happened. Yep. Antonio Brown wants this to happen. He's addicted to drama. Like he likes this.
12: It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? That's
16: 855-325-1780. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government.
12: Once again, that's 800-932-5517. All
2: right, so how about it? Who would like to become the eighth person to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament this Sunday, setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer? Or you know what? Become one of the countless number of people who have already won thousands of dollars playing DFS using DailyRoto.com. Here's the deal. If you're playing Daily Fantasy Sports this weekend and you are not utilizing DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. You're leaving money on the table. Sign up now for an NFL annual pass. Get the faster optimizer, the smarter DFS projections. Oh, yeah. And the better results. Enter the promo code ACTION. Get a 10% discount. That's ACTION for a 10% discount. And keep in mind, DailyRoto.com. Is where millionaires are made. And welcome in on this Friday. It's the morning after as we get ready. Plenty of football, college tonight, college tomorrow, NFL on Sunday. Much to get to. But first, let's check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today.
9: Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey,
1: you pesky kids. That I well, the National Football League season is here. Are we having fun yet? Are we having fun yet? Hell no! When's the NBA season start anyways. When, when's the? Come on, man! When are we gonna? When can we have some entertainment and some action? Uh, but lights, camera, action! Go! Uh, get off uh, my lawn! Uh, I think we might be uh, setting a record uh, right now. Not quite. Not quite. We're sort of getting there. And uh, shout out to uh, Barstool Brian uh, in the pit. <laughs> that's that's his new nickname, Barstool Brian. Uh, said, you know what, Uh, what, Antonio Brown again today? He said, it's not my fault. Uh, Not my fault. What what can I do? He he does, it's like Conor McGregor. I think, honestly, if you look at Get Off My Lawn, I think it's LeBron James, Conor McGregor, uh, right at the top with the most sort of rages, and now Antonio Brown. But should we start to feel sorry for Antonio Brown at some point in time? I mean, clearly the guy is uh, imbalanced. Clearly the guy is not well. And I say this seriously because who the hell wants to leave like $85 million on the table uh, like he is right now? Uh, bro, you're, not, you're never going to get paid like this ever again. And with each and every passing day, you're going to make less money moving forward. You'll probably have one other team that'll step up and sign you down the road um, once again, and uh, you'll have absolutely zero leverage, and you'll have a coming to Jesus uh, type of moment, and it'll probably be the freaking New England Patriots of all people. But the thing is, is not normal, and A.B. isn't Josh Gordon. A.B. isn't Kareem Hunt. A.B. isn't a guy looking for a second chance. A.B. believes that he is, um, he is royalty, and somehow you should be grateful that he is actually within your presence. And that is the attitude that he has had uh, with the Raiders uh, right now. Now, the Raiders are on the clock right now, and there's been a lot of talk about suspension, but people never really pay attention. And, you know, Adam Schefter was the one that broke this story. And no one's really talking about this enough. Some people are, but we'll remind you. Schefter was told he's going to be suspended as of now and then released. As in, he's done. There are powers that be in the Raiders that don't want him back. The room has voted him out. Um... Mayock wants him out. So basically, you've got Chucky and you've got Davis. Now, it's Davis' call. He owns the team. Uh, but if Davis chooses A.B.'s side here, it's not a good start with Mayock. Mayock will walk. That's where we're at right now. And that's not an inside whatever. That's my own opinion. Mayock's not going to get overridden publicly like this. And that's why he has no choice but to suspend him after A.B. threatens it. You know what? You can kick a football fight. Childish? Yes. And I don't know what it is with dudes kicking footballs and throwing footballs into ponds this year, but it's actually kind of fun. Um, if A B would have said, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what you do? You pay them $54,000 in pennies. You take the $54,000, actually. You do something positive out of it. If Rosenhouse, you're a real agent, you do something positive out of it. You donate it to a charity. You know, you say, welcome to Oakland. I just gave $54,000 to the Boys and Girls Club of Oakland, California. Now let's play some football and you mouth off to Mayhawk personally, privately to him, and go, you know what, I don't like you, and walk away, all right? You challenge Mayhawk's manhood in front of the entire team, all right? You kick a football and say, "Fine, me for this. If you would have just kicked the football, fight. But then you turn around and challenge him, and then you threaten to punch him in the face, and Vontaze Perfect, of all people, needs to be the one to calm you down? Then we got a freaking problem, Antonio. Now, the Raiders can void this thing, and you basically have to. Now, we're going to go back a ways here, but there was a quarterback named Art Schliester, okay? Art Schliester was a hero, man. I think he went to Heisman. Uh, he was like a hero at Ohio State. But like a lot of Ohio State uh, Buckeyes, he's a criminal. So, uh, Art Schliester, and I always liked Art, actually, because, you know, he was in the early days, one of the only players that talked about betting. After his career... Never panned out in the NFL. He became a degenerate gambler. Except then he became a thief. All right? And I saw a Dateline or a special on Arch with, like, stairs on MSNBC, CNBC, one of these deals the other day. No man to watch that stuff. But it was on, she I was fascinated. There was a rich woman, in, all right? Rich woman in Columbus. And her husband died. And Arch like a parasite, befriended her. And... She gave him $50,000 because he was Arch Lister and a local legend. He didn't get the money back. Then he needed $100,000 to get the $50,000 back. You know, you sort of feel sorry for him. Then she gave him half a million dollars. Then she started signing over the deeds to the house. At some point, baby, it's on you, all right? It's on you. This is the Raiders right now. You guys have a freaking opportunity, man. You know, the old uh, saying, you know what, when you were younger, you were with somebody that might've been kind of uh, loco and you know, your buddies will tell you, bro, you might be upset now, but you dodged a bullet. All right. I remember my father telling me that <laughs> I remember my father was telling me, he goes, don't take this the wrong way, but he goes, uh, you should be really fortunate. You never had a kid with that girl. You dodged a bullet, son. All right. The Raiders, the Raiders have an opportunity to dodge a bullet. And if you don't wanna dodge it, then have fun getting shanked! Get the hell off my lawn!
17: Hey, Hey. you kids! Get off! Yeah, I'm
2: wondering when the apologies are going to start rolling in for uh, Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger, the Rooney family, because they got an awful lot of grief a couple of months ago, guys. Where the uh, you know the A. B. apologist came out in full force, pointing fingers at uh, at Tomlin, who it appears, uh, if it wasn't for Tomlin, this might have this might have gotten a lot worse in Pittsburgh than it did, because it looks like Tomlin
1: showed the great player yep. manager and guy that he is you know the massaging that he had to do there joe and he kept him in line bro
2: absolutely brother that guy he deserves a lot of uh people's apologies because if it wasn't for tomlin that could have gotten really really ugly really quick but it was because of him that it lasted as long as he did but uh it, listen, and even ben roethlisberger
1: too. putting up with it
2: Yeah, the Rooney's met with him and said, yeah, listen, best of luck, man. This ain't going to work. It's time to go. That should have been key number one to Oakland. Like, listen, the rooneys they've been around a few. They got a few rings. They know what they're doing. Like, they sat across from him and were like, yeah, we can't do this anymore, man. You got to go. That's it. You're not worth it. Yeah, and you
1: know, you played sports, so it's like, yes, you do treat people differently. I've always believed that. Like, I never believe you treat everyone equally. It's not true. Yeah, It's not true. That's just dumb. You know what I mean? It's stupid. It's not that, oh, and it doesn't mean that you treat better players better. Mm -mm. It means that people are different. Everybody is different. And you need to keep the star on your side, Joe, right? That's the whole thing. I totally get that. And Tomlin totally did that. And like you said, God knows what he had to do. you imagine Tomlin at the bar after telling his buddy, Paul was actually good friends with Lane Kiffin, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, just imagine him having a drink, going, "Dude, you know, I had to sit down with Antonio, and you know what I had to tell him? Like, mm-hmm. you imagine like this, like what well, you have, you gotta like, like prop him up like a child all the time. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's sort of like uh, I don't want to you know, get political, but you sort of gotta flatter these people. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Narcissist.
2: And think of the balance between Ben Roethlisberger. You've got to be, yes. you know, you're Mike Tomlin, and you've got to make sure that your two best players are on the same oh, damn page.
1: And Ben is the biggest narcissist, jarhead yeah. jock.
2: Thank like, you. Like, and
1: he's hitting so you. you got A. B. Got another guy. What well, my QBs diddling people? Oh, all right. What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, he was in the hallway with Trump and Daniels. Of course he was. Why was? Why think wouldn't he?
2: Think about that, be? guys. Think about that. <laughs> wow. That,
1: that totally never got like enough, pub bro. Nope. <laughs> I'm nope. the only one fascinated by that. Nope. And like, he covered Daniel said, I left the room and Ben Roethlisberger escorted me to my room. Like no one picked up on that.
2: Yeah. Good old big band, man. So what are you Getting doing it- in the hallway,
1: Ben? Like, well, I don't like understand the scene of
18: this. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: and She's for right the record, outside. she said, because uh, she was asked, well, did he hit on you? She's like, yes, of course he, mm-hmm. did. Of course
2: <laughs> he did. Hey, sweetheart. So, basically, mm-hmm. Big Ben was willing to do Trump's sloppy seconds. No problem. Zero problem. And Tomlin had to manage those personalities, yes. <laughs> along with Le'Veon Bell. Along with <laughs> Le'Veon Bell.
1: Dude, <laughs> Le'Veon was the least. Like, I imagine Tomlin thinking, now, like, whatever. Le'Veon's know. only smoking weed in the parking lot. I, I can <laughs> deal with that, all right? Like, you know what I mean? You're right. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, Coach, Le'Veon's smoking <laughs> weed in the parking lot yeah. before he comes to the building. Yeah, whatever. All right. I got. i I'm on the phone yeah, with the cops go. here with Ben. All right. I got Antonio doesn't want to play this Todd Sunday. i got to stop Todd Haley yeah. from
2: beating the crap out of Ben oh, Roethlisberger. Like, oh, yeah.
1: Great, hey, great call. <laughs> Not to mention Todd Haley. Remember uh, him and his wife got. Todd Haley got knocked out outside a bar in Pittsburgh.
2: Do you remember? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. And, it was like, and there's Tomlin.
1: Yeah. there's Tomlin.
2: Every time his phone rang, he must have looked at it like, I'm not answering this.
1: Yeah, and I said, you know, normally pro coaches don't have to do that. That's like a college coach's life. Like, oh, God, like the phone. You know what I mean?
2: Give the man some credit, people.
1: People are like, oh, Tomlin, he's lost control. You know what that guy deals with? (laughs) You know what he dealt with? You see now. Dude, it took Gruden like four days to, like, tap out. (laughs) (laughs)
8: Like, they
1: can't go on. Gruden's going to fight him. Gruden will attack them soon.
4: If you've heard of WeatherTech Floor Liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1 800 CarMats, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
12: Lose weight now. Go fat100.com. Lose unwanted fat
1: We're gonna get serious now with our picks uh, here. soon. we're gonna blast through the point spreads. We'll have a six-pack of picks uh, up on uh, the FanDuel dual uh, website. Uh, it's tough, uh, uh, Joe. It's like, all right, we'll give you your best bets in a week, but how about six of them? It's like <laughs> oh, nobody, yeah. nobody ever has six best bets, all right? So suddenly they're not best bets anymore. Like, you know, like really, I asked Dave Malinsky that, may he rest in peace, great capper. Uh, and I remember Dave, uh, he's never in the super contest. And he lived right across the street, literally and figuratively from the uh, the Westgate, the Hilton. And I said, Dave, you're a great gambler, but you're never in the super contest, but you live across the street. How come you never enter the contest? Mm-hmm. And he said, uh, he said Gabriel, and he used to speak like a professor. He said, Gabriel, he goes, I don't think there's ever been once in my life that I liked five NFL games on one day.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's why he was a professional better,
2: dude, right? hmm Yep. <laughs> limitations babe
1: like those contests oh it's best bets not really you're picking five games it's not like it's random i actually asked i don't know if sussman's in the room right now he'd be preparing for a show he's
17: Um, here he's here hold on
1: yeah but i asked like why six i said how about like five or three or four how about six yeah, and he's like, well, no, no. The, the graphic is the board is made for six. So that's oh. the logic. I'm doing six yeah. Yeah. because the screen is sense. that
18: hit, Greg? That, that, that right. is a fact. And it's funny because oh, you actually like this, game. So I was working with Fandle this morning, yeah. and they are coming up with a new graphic design, and they are trying to allow us in the future to be able to go lower than okay, six, to okay. go oh, three, so to go three, four, it's five. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's coming. It's in the pipeline, and
1: I'm hoping to have that for you by next week. You know what? Yes. I should actually just start charging them by the
2: pick. <laughs> I, I I think you should have 16 picks per week and charge them by the pick. I think it's a great idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. By, yeah. tell me how. From yeah, but you on gotta
2: on. label it. I mean, six picks is fine, but you gotta label it different. It can't be best bets. Maybe it should be like you know, six the the 16 bombs some kind of thing. Yeah, we, it, make uh, it a parlay. I,
18: I'm I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to label it yeah.
2: every game once. I'm amendable. Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I appreciate pets. that. I yeah, appreciate. It.
1: Yeah, but what did we talk about the other day? There are no best bets; they're all the same. Hey, best bet last <laughs> night was was the Packers. That was a nice job by you. It was, thank you. You're but I was I screwed up with the props. I got cocky. You got, got cute. You, you, you
18: did. You knew the Packers the entire time. You've been uh, saying that for weeks. Uh, and then you got a little cute. All
1: right. Uh, <laughs> talk to you, uh, Greg. I think uh, Sean G. has got a bad take in the pit right now. Oh no. We have What's
17: Mick off? on the line.
1: Oh, do, do, we, oh, do we? have Mick. So oh quickly, just. All right, we'll get we'll get to your we'll get to your uh, your take after here. The one and only Mick Ossie steps up and in. We'll get Mick's NFL locks of the week. So Mick, you're actually like the first guy to give us picks. Yeah, well, we had the prez on uh, yesterday, but we'll see if your picks are better than the prez's. Did the press even give a pick? I don't even remember. Oh, he just bet you and me. That was all. <laughs> yeah, he came in. Yelled, yeah, yeah, di- diverted somehow. I have five hundred dollars on the Seahawks now. do You have seven hundred and fifty on who? On <laughs> the Giants winning more than six games. <laughs> I'm holding him. I'm holding him to it, right? Because I know play. if I lost, you know, the press. Me and Cam went to Toronto once for the Raptor game. Press says I'm going to take you and Cam to a Raptor game and out to dinner. We go out to dinner to this really expensive restaurant. Both me and Cam even say, we don't have to come here. We prefer even to just go to the restaurant and the arena and the bar before. No, 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 no. This is great. You're my guest. So we sit down. We order a bottle of wine. Then he starts bitching about how expensive the wine is. He's like, he goes, that wine's uh, $200. So we're like, to the guy, we're like, kind of embarrassingly, do you have anything less expensive, sir? He's like, there's only one cheaper bottle. It's $160. Like it's that expensive a restaurant, so we're like, give us the one sixty bottle. And then after the game, at the end of the night, he's like, uh, "So uh, Gabe, uh, you can just send me the four hundred dollars for the ticket uh, through PayPal." And um, <laughs> and we did after, because oh, I got a couple no, of text messages. No, you didn't. <laughs> Cam refused to pay.
2: <laughs> oh, good boy, Cam. Cam, good Cam's boy. like gonna
1: be a cold day in hell. <laughs> like, Cam's like. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't even like, he goes, I don't even like the Raptors in the NBA that much. It'll be a cold day in hell. He goes, I wow. thought I was there just for a steak dinner. I'm not paying $400, right? So I paid. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm going to be sending my email, uh, PayPal address to the press to mm-hmm. get that money back. Because I tell straight. you what, Seattle's going to beat Cincinnati, and then I'm only going to need seven and a half wins after that. Sure. All right, Mick Aussie. We're gonna be on the Denver Broncos, Mick, on Monday. What's up, Mick? Mick? Mick, Mick,
7: Mick. Hey, how you going, mate? Well, last week I said I said I was leaning towards the Packers. All my mates were going no, nah, no, nah, nah, Bears, but I heard you all week saying take the Packers. Hey, not a bad start. But yeah, I got a couple of moldies for you, mate. Couple of moldy NFL. Glad to see you, mate. Loving it.
1: Yeah, good to uh, you know, good to uh, good to speak to you like what it says on, on the screen, nut job sport fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I Praise prefer Ball. you on Skype. I miss the props. I'd yeah. like, like to see you choking the chicken, mm-hmm. uh, they are the tennis racket. How about this uh, Andrescu chick? What's going on in Canada? This chick's unbelievable.
7: Yeah, well, hang on. Not my fault. I was up early getting ready on Skype. But, hey, you bought me for Drew Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <that's fair> <laughs> Drew Eisenhower. <laughs> he's more famous than me. He's an idiot though. That A B's agent. oh uh, yeah, that Canadian chick, fantastic, mate. He's gonna stop Serena winning the all-time greatest and beating Margaret Court. So yeah, the corner, she the north. Well, seeing you're gone, maybe we should be Mick the north as well, eh? Cause my life's crazy. There was a crash on the highway. I had to pull over. Just got to the side road to call you, mate. But anyway, great start bad start
1: to the morning no doubt about that all right so let, let's jump in here we'll get to the nfl in a second but i'm looking here west coast minus uh 132 against Geelong minus 103 brisbane plus 117 richmond minus 157 so are we already down to the final four now mick no, 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 mate. We've had
7: two games already. The West Coast Eagles smashed the Bombers, and that was the easiest bet of the week. I took them on the miners Last night, I took the under on the game, Collingwood versus the Cats. The Magpies got over on that one. So we got two games left. We got the Lions and the Tigers up there in Brisbane. Should be an absolute ripper. So these games, yeah,
1: Lions, I just I just read, Mick, because so, I'm looking at Fanduel. That's the next round, right? That, like that's next week, right? The West Coast G Long game. That's going to be crazy, man. The Cats and the Eagles. So they, they only have those two games up uh, right now. Let me get uh, let me get some other odds up. Bet365 is generally the best book when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, AFL AFL uh, footy. So what do you like, Mick? Well,
7: like I said, the easiest one was your West Coast Eagles. They covered i like the Tigers to probably win up there in the Gabba. The Lions have been great at home, but you've got to take the finals experience of the Tigers. They're a better team. They might go all the way, take the Tigers, but it could be really close. And the other one, mate, the Bulldogs have stormed home. They were way down early in the year. They won the flag two years ago. The Bulldogs have come into the eight and they've hardly lost a game in the last 10 weeks. They play the Giants in Sydney. It's a Giants home game. I think the Bulldogs will maintain that momentum. The Giants, well, they're not soft, but they don't have that real hard grit. Take the Bulldogs, who are in form over the Giants and probably the Tigers over the Lions. But, hey, that's a tough one. That should be a ripper up there at the Gabba in Brisbane. It'll be hot. It'll be great.
1: Nothing says confidence in a pick, uh, Ranieri. Like, they'll probably win.
2: <laughs> I, I can't wait to attend one of these rippers. I really can't, man. It just sounds like it's going to be a good time, man.
1: They said ripper, not stripper, right?
2: Oh, oh <laughs> ripper, right? Yeah, ripper. Yeah, I can't the wait. Real, it sounds like it's a blast. The real ripper,
1: which actually is a term for a stripper as well. Uh, it's going to be a real <laughs> ripper.
2: I love which it. Which means it's going
1: to be a good game. I'm um, in. All right, uh, Mick, let's get to your NFL uh, picks uh, right now. You claim what? You say you went 15 and one one week once, right? No one believes you, but you said it. What did you do? Well, you're 16 and 0.
7: Yeah, I went 16 and 0, but some other people did. I went 13 and 3 against the spread in that week, so that's real tough. And yeah, you guys thought I was talking BS, but not. Nah. I don't tell lies,
1: my I lies. Well, I was clearly, me. you clearly photoshopped it, uh, but it's all right, Joe. Like, like you said, like, do you no. believe Mick went 13 and 3 against the spread? <laughs> no. no, of
2: course he did. I, I believe I, you, Mick. We're, no, we're just kidding. Right. Mick got I so mad
1: because people on Twitter were like, "You suck. You didn't do that." They were like, "You, you <laughs> just do," it because he put it after. People were like, "No, you didn't." And Mick was yeah. so mad, but we <laughs> believe you, Mick.
2: Mick doesn't you. run from his <laughs> losses either. So I, I, nothing none but uh, none but love and belief in him. That's all.
1: All right, Mick. So what's the Mick Aussie NFL best bets uh, then? Uh, there's, I'm going to the Bills and the Jets game. Who do you like? And you know what? It's down oh, to
7: two and a half. That's crazy. Oh, I think uh, Joe, Joe, I think your Jets might get the Bills because it's a home game. I'll go for the Jets on that
1: one. All right, so what, what are you betting on, Mick? Uh, you are still playing over at Sports Interaction to play some pro line or whatever it's called? Like, What are you betting on, Mick?
7: All right, I'm in a couple of competitions, and this is my parlay, my multi. I've got three of them for you. So take on a parlay multi, take the Eagles, the Seahawks, and the Saints, and it pays minus 101. And if you want to put an extra one in there, put the Chiefs in there. So the Eagles, Saints, Chiefs. And the uh, Seahawks that plays plus two one two, and the fifth team put the Cowboys in there and it plays plus three oh five. So the Seahawks, the Eagles, the Saints, the Chiefs, and the Cowboys I think will all win and take them on the parlay multi. And uh, yeah, it's loving it, mate. Can't wait. We got the tennis, we got the CFL, we got the Aussie footy, we got NFL. It's all happening, mate. It's all happening, boys.
1: I'm sorry, Cam I'm having a hard time uh, seeing seeing the camera, Joe, through all that chalk.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was a uh, yeah. what is. are you,
1: Bob in Vermont? Yeah, I'm gonna feel... take Wisconsin minus uh, you know.
2: Excuse me why I take this straw.
1: <laughs> a lot of favorites there, Mick. What about your Denver Broncos? Are they gonna be are they gonna be Broncos or are they gonna be donkeys on Monday?
7: Oh, mate, I don't know. I tell you what. This if you is can't the beat
1: the concept. Raiders, you better be able to beat the Raiders, man. Yeah.
7: We we Our team will be fine, but as soon as we get a few injuries, we're in trouble because our, our depth is not very good. But, hey, what about AB? What a clown. And there's an Aussie guy that's AB Sports slash Scientist guy. Well, like, can you believe that? Well, he's got to sort that clown out because that's not – not making him look very good, is it? Some Aussie guy, AB, called him up, and he's been his sports scientist slash uh, trainer in that the last few months. He was sitting next to him in hard knocks. Can you
10: believe that?
1: Has there ever been a guy in the AFL that's like, who's the biggest jerk in AFL? Like, Has there ever been a guy that's held out, not played, and left? Who's the biggest jerk in AFL history?
7: Mm. Oh, mate, we don't... See, we don't put up with that. And like Ben Simmons said, you get knocked down pretty bad if you become an idiot in the AFL. Oh, mate, okay. the funniest story is Wayne Carey, who's a legend, he got caught to having sex with his best mate and the vice-captain's wife. So that was probably the stupidest thing he's ever done. But he's a great analyst on TV and one of the greatest players of all time. So, yeah, Wayne Carey was banging his best mate's wife. How bad's that?
1: Yeah, that, sounds like that's like a ripper. Yeah, yeah, sounds like a <laughs> ripper.
2: <laughs> hey, hey, give me the CFL game. BC Lions, Montreal, Alouettes. Who are we going with?
1: Montreal will mess it's them
2: the up. Might win.
1: Montreal, Joe. Take Montreal. Yeah, yeah, BC are terrible. That's a nice money line play, actually. I'm going to get in on that. Thanks, Mick.
7: See you later, boys. Have a great weekend. You
16: too. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper...
12: Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
1: All right, morning after, thanks to Mick Gossie, Drew Dinkmeyer, Sean, you had something to add as far as uh, our Mike Tomlin uh, conversation. Now, listen, I didn't say Mike Tomlin was perfect. I didn't say Mike Tomlin did everything uh, perfectly or hasn't made mistakes or been a little bit uh, too player friendly um, in the past, uh, but I do agree. Me, uh with me and Joe and our assessment, uh, that I don't think people realize just how good that's that's what he brings to the table. You know, like every coach has different strengths, you know, X's and O's, and it might not be this and that, but he does a good job of keeping the room together, and I don't think people
17: realize how many freaking nut job egos this guy's dealt with over the years. Yeah, I just wanted to point out the Bills traded for Antonio Brown. They just couldn't work out the contract details. That's how it broke – that's why it broke apart. They didn't want to give him a new contract, Antonio Brown, the Buffalo Bills, right? Who is the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, Sean McDermott, who is best friends with Mike Tomlin they played together at William & Mary. So you mean to tell me Tomlin and McDermott don't talk. You know, McDermott doesn't know the drama that comes with Antonio Brown before he goes to Brandon Bead and says, all right, yeah, make the deal for Antonio Brown. We need him here, right? Yeah, but I think you are over – I think you are overemphasizing the power that head coaches have in these moves. Well, who hired Brandon Bean? Sean McDermott. Who was uh, there first? McDermott. Kim, his buddy Kim, from Carolina. He runs the show there, McDermott. They, you know uh, that. Nah, Bean. Kim Pagula uh, runs the show. And Brandon uh, Bean's in control. They, they say that, but who? we don't. No, McDermott by the way, if he doesn't, show, doesn't win a rookie quarterback, if he, he not signed win games, off on Brandon out. Bean. That's why they got him from Carolina. Dude, you yeah, saw his buddy. the
2: job. He's got to win, man. And that's when Antonio Brown, you have a rookie quarterback. You're giving him one of the best weapons on the outside. You got to win games if you're Sean McDermott. You're not a fixture there in
17: Buffalo yet. They don't. how did it work out for the Steelers? They They suspended him for week 17 in a game they had to win. Look at Adam Gase. Last year. Look at Adam Gase. Adam Gase has a ton
1: of freaking control with the Jets, right? Yeah. He didn't want Le'Veon Bell.
17: Yeah. He was told, we are signing Le'Veon Bell. It's basically starts. Because stars. the GM was there before him. I can't believe. He had believe- more power. This is different. McDermott was hired before Brandon Bean.
12: He hired Brandon Bean. Save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked Package 800 223 0992. That's eight hundred two two three zero nine nine
0: two. What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after.
1: Let's do this thing. <sighs> All right, we're in a level three right now, and I, you know, I think everyone sort of heard our update. If you know, <laughs> if you have the syndication, you didn't, but I almost have a headache now. Like, I thought you were like, it was basically me and Joe. This one, me and Joe. If you're just joining, me and Joe. We're talking about Mike Tomlin and Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Going out of a break, Sean says in my earpiece, "You guys are way off on this Mike Tomlin stuff," and I'll tell you why. All right. I did. That's correct. That's and the then correct you statement. come in here, no. and you start arguing about Sean McDermott and how much power he
17: has <laughs> with the Buffalo <laughs> you Bills. Brought, no, you brought up the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills. I was, no, no, I didn't bring up the Buffalo Bills. Yes, you did. You brought right. out up Sean McDermott. You brought right. me into the conversation. <laughs> no, I'm i went, to Joe. Am I insane, Joe? No, yes. You yes, he is. We wait, wait, wait. Wait, Gabe's not insane, Joe? Really? Are you kidding me? Have, no, you, have you, you been paying attention the last uh, six months? Our point was
2: Tomlin very simply dealt with a lot more than people give him credit for. He did a pretty damn good job of managing some of the craziest personalities on his staff, in the locker room. And you came in with this idea that we're giving Tomlin too much
17: credit yes. and then went hard left. The well, Buffalo. no, because Gabe brought up <laughs> Buffalo and yes. And and you keep I on was just, saying I brought up Buffalo. Yes. <laughs> I never heard I never, I never said heard. the word Buffalo. <laughs> no, you said that Brandon Bean had more power than McDermott, and that's no, not No, that was right. after
2: you brought it right. up already. No, no I, I brought up the fact that... Wait,
17: All I said, said is what I, Brandon Bean's a general manager. Yes, you did. No, no. I brought up the fact that McDermott is best friends with Mike Tomlin, which is a fact. Yes. And that's how... And but then what like, the hell does this the, have to do? And, and then you said Brandon Bean's a GM, and then I countered with he might be the GM, but... He, in real, in what reality, McDermott's Dermot making the decisions. Team. That's all. Oh, right. well, that, that, that's that it.
2: the conversation about Tom, giving Tomlin too much credit. And you brought in Sean McDermott. Yeah, you're breaking French. up, Joe.
17: I, I can't hear what you're saying. Yeah, here. you brought yeah. in yeah. Sean McDermott. In, like. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, well, we well, went off on a tangent there, but I know it was a little uh, left. I mean, we went sideways. But as far as Tomlin's concerned, his whole, you know, you're giving him way too much credit. Because what, what did he ultimately accomplish with Antonio Brown? What did they accomplish with the Steelers? It was a disaster. That's why they got rid of him. It wasn't a disaster. They suspended him for Week 17 last year in a game they needed to win. Well, they suspended him. He showed up in a fur uh, coat. He, no, he missed, like, activity, so they suspended him. What was they supposed to do? Well, so uh, Tomlin really had a, str- you know, stranglehold on so, that, you know, job there. I mean, you know, he held him in That's line. He held him in line. That's yeah. not fair.
2: That's a
4: bad take. Awful. <laughs>
13: College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply.
14: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business.
0: Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job.
14: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone
0: with a master's in computer science and database experience.
14: Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies Worldwide, use Indeed to hire. Post your job at indeed.com/hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits.
3: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour champion, 2017 world number one. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time, especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your
0: athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
1: All right, the morning after, it uh, continues getting hot in the air, So, so those bad takes, look. That's like 10 minutes of our lives are not getting back. I still don't understand the point.
17: So, no all right.
1: idea. So, Sean McDermott knows Mike Tomlin. It had zero to do with Antonio Brown being a jackass and zero to do with us saying Mike Tomlin's a good players coach. And uh, right. Like we said, Mike Tomlin's not perfect. He made mistakes, but right. as Joe stated... He dealt with a hell of a lot, and I imagine a hell of a lot that we
2: don't even know about, Joe. Yeah, and I also know that uh, regarding the final decision about Antonio Brown, came to Rooney, it didn't come from my from from him. So say what you want, he had absolutely zero say about whether Brown stayed or went.
1: No, and that's that's one thing that I wanted to uh, I want to emphasize as well. And listen, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that McDermott doesn't have power, and you see he is Mm -hmm. in the draft room, and not all coaches are. I think McDermott and Bean, uh, Sean, I think they're a team. I'll give you that. I I hear what you're saying. I think they're a team. But I think anyone, you know, I think Joe would agree. Uh, The bottom line, guys, is in the National Football League, the owner is the boss, guys. Um, You know, that's what it comes down to. It comes to, you know, because the GM... If you think about it, it's sort of like um, most smart jeans guys, Joe and Sean, would never want to sign any of these guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it wouldn't make sense. Like it's not logical, but it's the owners. It's the owners that want to sign these players because they are trying to sell tickets. Like honestly, like did the, the Raiders, the Raiders are rebuilding right now. This one what makes no sense to me, too, to bring in Antonio Brown. Last year, you guys tanked. Oh, no, we didn't tank. We're not tanking. Yeah, yeah, you tanked. You're still going to suck again this year. Why would you bring in Antonio Brown? A 30-year-old wide receiver that makes a lot of money, that by the time you're good, you're in a division with the Chiefs that are light years ahead of you, the Chargers that are light years ahead of you, and you know, you're at the bottom with the Broncos who are a little better than you that are better than you, and then they're in a rebuild mode. So why would you bring in Antonio Brown in the first place, Joe? It makes no sense. Right. You know why they did it? Because they're moving to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Simple. Right? They're moving to Vegas. And Carr's probably not going to be there. But, you know what I mean? They, who's their quarterback going to be? Are they going to draft the kids? Is going to be someone else? Is that true? They've got no flash. Like, who's the – take Antonio Brown away right now. Who's the star of the Raiders organization? The coach. Of course. Getting $10 million a year. He's not getting $10 million a year to coach, Joe. He's getting $10 million a year to be the face of the Raiders to go to Vegas. It's all just the public relations. It's not like football-related, any of this. Like Who in the right mind thinks that John Gruden's a right hire in 2019? Mm -hmm. John Gruden knows he's not a right hire in 2019. But he's making more money than Bill Belichick is. Yeah. Think about that. He's the highest paid coach in the NFL. He's getting $10 million a year to run this crap fast, show.
10: Yeah.
2: But, you know, and another thing he'll do is bring a whole lot of money for licensing deals with the seats. He'll sell out corporate sponsorships. That's what it's all about, ultimately. You're not looking for X's and O's. You're looking for a familiar face and a star that you can move to Vegas, and you better have some flash, guys. You better have a star, or nobody's going to your games in Vegas, period.
1: We see – well, no, they'll – they'll, um, they'll have – a town t- full of stars. <laughs> yeah, but they'll have tourists, and it'll sell itself for the first couple of years. Yet, you need to have somebody. You need to have somebody on your team, right? You can't just have – you know, faceless and just have the coach, I mean, the plan was to build up for Vegas, which wouldn't make any sense to bring Antonio Brown in. But the thing is, we, we are pretending, and people often talk when they analyze the NFL and they analyze moves in the National Football League. We are pretending that the Raiders know what they're doing mm-hmm. or that the Raiders are competent, right? Like, you know, why does this team do that? Why don't they do this? Because they don't know what they're doing. That's why these teams haven't won in forever. You know, it's funny. I saw once again. You know, to, to tie it to real life, I saw a um, I saw one of these inside the mob deals on TV the other night. It was Michael Franzese, and you know, local, you know, big big time guy in the 70s in New York, real big time stuff. And you know, he's like literally one of the biggest guys in New York ever. And You know, he did a tell all book and everything, and, you know, and and, uh, he's like a preacher now, born again and stuff. And it was funny what he said. He goes, You know, people think that, you know, like we were like made guys and like at the top of the mob that we're somehow geniuses and we know about all these inside jobs and we're coming up with stuff. He goes, We don't know anything. (laughs) He said, He goes, Every major job and scam I ever had was brought to me. exactly. Yeah. He goes he goes you know somebody to know somebody, they bring you an idea. He goes it's always their idea and, and then then you just, just sort of do the idea with them. <laughs> so, yeah. That's what he said. Because he was talking to, like he had some crazy gas tax scam that they literally made like 500 million dollars on. And he said, "Yeah, it was uh it was a guy that was doing my sister that uh he was an accountant and he found a <laughs> loophole." And he goes, "We just enforced it." Like <laughs> Of course. (laughs) No, he admitted. He goes, I didn't come up with anything. He goes, everything was brought to us. He goes, we executed it, but we didn't come up with it. So it's like we sort of assume, like Doc Prescott with the Cowboys. They were going to take Connor Cook. They weren't even going to take him. But anyways, let's get down to betting. Enough of the A-B drama. Screw them. Um, How about this? How do the Raiders go over six wins this year, Joe?
2: I have no idea.
1: I'm surprised. I looked yesterday. I was like, did they move it? I'll look again. Let me look again here. Because I'm going, I, like, I'm going to play this. I already have a couple. Even if it's five and a half, I'll play it. What do I care? Right. Like, how many games are the Raiders going to win this year?
2: I can't see. I. I...
1: It's still six. It's, six. it's six, still... minus 135. There's no way it in could. hell this team wins seven games. If they win six, um, I don't know, man. I'll dye my head pink. All right? They're not winning six no. games. And if they do, it'll be a push, so you don't lose the bet. I should mm-hmm. say they won't get to seven, then I'll die it. <laughs>
2: I don't yeah. have any hair to Seven, dye. they're not getting, to. They paint are not my head. This up.
1: Um, If they get to six, it's a push. They're not going to get to six. Nope. Like, who they throw? They have Tyrell Williams to throw the ball to, Hunter Renfro. Their running back is Josh Jacobs, a kid, and all these kid running backs are always busts. Um, their defense... Sucks. They have a couple of dudes that are all right. But overall, overall as a unit, they're going to have serious problems. Their offensive line isn't very good. They really aren't good at any position, to be honest. Um, They have a terrible head coach that's out of touch with the modern uh, league. He'll make a lot of funny faces on the sidelines, but he's not going to get a lot of results. They have a difficult schedule. I'm telling you guys, I'm amazed. Like, uh, I guess, I don't know. I guess Antonio Brown just had zero impact as far as the odds makers because it's not like they don't know. I guess they figure, you know what? He wasn't going to have any impact anyways because they didn't move the number. They moved yeah. the number on the game on Monday by a point, but
2: that was going that way anyways, it seemed before this, Joe. Money's well, been cri- Raiders opened up his favorites, yeah. and then it's been steadily moving the other direction anyway. Money's so been no, trickling in on Denver
1: for weeks. so. Right. Yep. And as far as the win total, it's still six. I'm, what am I missing here, Joe? How the hell does this not go under the number?
2: Yeah. I, I I'm I'm trying to look at uh, at games here. I think they're gonna they're gonna lose here opening week. The oh. only hope that they have is maybe somehow if this thing they part ways with A B, maybe he can use it as a rallying cry. Maybe these guys come together in some way, shape, or form. But even then you're not you're not getting seven, eight wins. You're not in that division, you're not.
1: Um so, yeah, the, the women told us that we played, we went pretty – we we doubled up on the Redskins under six. I got the pay Bengals under six. Um, yeah, that one I like again, too. I, it, it's, they're not getting to
2: seven. Worst thing, worst-case scenario, push. But I think they're going to get to six. And you won't even have to wait till week 17 to collect those. That's going to be the beauty of it.
1: Yeah, I know. The Bengals – dude, I, there's a Redskin fan um, – uh, what's his name? Um, Dustin in, mm-hmm. in, in the hotel here. Nice guy, good guy. Big skin fan. I told and him. He knows. I yeah. I said yeah. I bet under. He goes yeah. I was looking at the schedule. He goes we might be 0 and 8. <laughs> he goes honestly. He goes I don't know where we're gonna win, man. And you never know. I mean yeah, you know, we don't. We 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 can't predict the future, guys. But Redskins under is good. Yep.
10: Well, you know that uh, A B is
1: wearing people out when uh, King's only seven ten is worn out. And I see uh King's uh King's only seven ten As I remember he was a very adamant defender of um Antonio Brown and a very adamant basher of me. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, you know it's a hard name to forget. You know, what I mean I was like I didn't remember specifically, I was like King something, seven something you know what I mean. I was like I ah, I know it's like King something, so I see him in the chat right now. And I'm like, hey, hey, how's your boy doing? Because as as many talks to hosts, host show, I'm very petty and remember everything, right? So of course. I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, how's your boy doing, <laughs> AB? And he goes, uh, it's getting harder to defend him. <laughs> so even he's, he's like, <laughs> and then he says, he goes, making me and everyone that bought his jersey looks stupid. But hey, don't feel bad. You're looking at a guy that has a Kawhi Leonard Raptor jersey that uh, I only wore twice. I wore once mm. the night I bought it at the game, and I wore it one other time, and then uh, he screwed us. So I think the lesson is here for all of us is athletes are jerks, <laughs> number one, besides uh, Cantor, nice guy. Uh, athletes are jerks. Number two, we've got to buy no jerseys, man. You know what I mean? You buy a jersey, you get the generic one with no name on the back, man. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, hockey's good for that. Like, hockey jerseys, they don't really sell with names on the back. You got to go out of your way to get it. You yes. know, so hockey's cool like that. But hockey jerseys don't look good on people, besides hockey players. It's not a good look, hockey jersey. Um, but NBA's ridiculous, man. You know, i many <laughs> dude, I bought a, uh, I got a D'Angelo Russell Brooklyn Net jersey last year. Oh, I might have wow. worn it five times, six times. He's gone now. Yeah. <laughs> God. And I don't believe I'm not one of those guys walking around like in some traded
2: player's jersey, yeah.
1: unless you're like a legend type thing. And you know, you know, there's there's an etiquette to that, and you know, I'm not. You got to get
2: the jersey that's made of Velcro, so you can just pull off the logo. Depending on uh, keep the name in the back and then just swap the logos out once they leave.
1: Well, they have a modern thing where you can change them. Actually, the NBA's going to have that. I don't even know how they do it. Or maybe we can look it, look it up. I'm going to look it up in a second here, but. Yeah, yeah, I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Like you can wear like a former legend of a team and stuff, but mm-hmm. and I, listen, I'm not calling people out for wearing a traded guy's jersey, but I I don't like doing it. I don't I don't want to be worn around in the DeAngelo. The only way you can do it, guys, like a good example, is <laughs> like if it's the same number. Yeah, I used to have, and I didn't buy it. Someone gave it to me. Um, but I had an Andrea Bargnani Raptor jersey. <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm walking around with an Andrea Bargnani Raptor jersey, but it wasn't a bad look in the fall, Joe. I'd wear it with a hoodie, a jacket. You couldn't see the name Mm -hmm. in the back, right? So it was like number seven. So it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, is that that Kyle Lowry? Yeah, yeah, it's an old Kyle Lowry jersey. If you're wearing a throwback, guys, like, like basically if I wore my Brooklyn Net jersey, I could do it, but with a jacket. So it just says Brooklyn number one. That's fine. You know what I mean? But I don't want mm-hmm. walking around with a Russell name on my back when the guy plays on the Warriors now. Like, I I hate that. But um I gotta learn my lesson too. I had bad luck for this, so I'm not gonna out, King Seven Ten. I feel your pain, bro. Mm-hmm. Um I've got a whole I got too many jerseys as it is already. So I should stop buying them already. But um yeah, it's uncanny, bro. Like almost every player I buy gets traded, Joe. Like it's it's nuts. It's crazy. Like it's just I, I'm old for two the last two. Kyle Lowry's my favorite Raptor, but he's a free agent at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it, man. Yeah, like, don't so do I it. actually <laughs> thought, I was like, dude, if you buy Kyle Lowry jersey, no. It's the last mm-hmm. one, sort of.
10: Yeah,
2: you don't know do I mean, it.
1: so, yeah. Siakam, I
2: guess, right? No, he'll get the money. Yes, he'll yeah, stay. Yeah, he's
1: around for another three, four years at least. So. Yep. <laughs> but like I said. I like Siakam, but he's not my guy. You know what I'm saying?
10: Right, right, right.
1: I don't like right. to wear anyone's jersey. Like, you know, Lowry's my guy. You know, so I, li- I love Siakam. I, li- I love them all. But like I said, John, so if I thought he signs about,
2: the extension, if Lowry signs an extension, go get the jersey.
1: Nah, what I'm gonna do? Screw it. I'm too old for this stuff, anyways. What I'm gonna do next time? I'm just gonna get the, uh, the generic stuff. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you know I mean, I, I prefer. I got a Raptor winter jacket, Raptor tracksuit or something, as opposed to the player mm. jersey, you know? Yeah. I, you know, the isolated jersey, man, in the NBA, guys, like, look, LeBron leaves teams every two years. It seems to be the thing now in the NBA. Yep. Four years is like lifetime in the NBA. Three years is sort of the standard. I'm bored. Let's move on. Even Even, look, KD won two titles in three years. Bored. Boring. <laughs>
10: Exactly.
2: LeBron <sighs> in Miami.
1: I love it here. Ah I'm gonna go back to Cleveland. You know yeah, I mean? this
2: sucks. I'm going home.
1: Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I'm the MVP of everything and yeah, I'm the champion. An entire country loves me, but ah, let's leave. hmm You know what I mean? And you know, is Kawhi Leonard gonna be a clipper for life? As if. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. As if. A <laughs> like, you know. D, yeah, yeah, Lakers, yeah, yeah. Ad will be on the Knicks or something in four years. Who knows?
2: Like Mm -hmm.
1: these guys change every like they're like kids. You know, I want to move. I'm tired. I don't like it here anymore. At least they show up, unlike NFL players.
10: Mm, That's Uh, a good point.
1: All right, so NFL. Here's an interesting number here, Joe. How about this? Give you guys some. uh, We're all over the place. Let's get down to business here. NFL numbers and facts. This is uh pretty crazy. This is week one numbers, okay? Okay. Teams that had a worse record than their opponent in week one of the NFL are 163 and 111 against the spread in the last 20 years in week one. Interesting. And if you think about it, like a lot of these angles and trends, you're like, well, what's what's the correlation? Why? Well, a team with a losing, the worst team would somewhat be more motivated, Joe. Right. Coming into the year, we're not going to suck like last year, man. You know what I mean? Green Bay Packers last night. You could tell, like, the seriousness they wanted that game, man. It it wasn't pretty, but you knew we need to win this game. You could Mm -hmm. feel the tension, and you could see the elation when they won. They all hugged each other. Like, it was real. You could tell, like, wow, these guys are fired up. They just won this game. And it's like, we're not going to do this. You, secondly, you have the human nature, Joe. The subconscious of we're better than the other team, right? We're better than them. We won 12 games. That nah, they won six. They have a new coach. It's the human. You, you people think, oh, athletes tune us out. They're humans, guys. They're just like us. They're not. They're, and in fact, most of them are dumber than you and me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> not so, like they have some big, like, brain power here.
2: <laughs> all right, about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just being real.
10: <laughs> yeah.
2: Facts, baby. Facts. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're looking for. Facts. It's yeah, so a team, 163
1: and 11, with 12 pushes. But let's throw the pushes out. 163 right. and 11. All right. So I'll throw each game at you, Joe, mm-hmm. and just tell me who you like, pass, don't like it, over, under. All right. Go ahead. So Falcons uh, get four at the Vikings. Any opinion?
2: I love the uh, Falcons. I got this game much really? more as a, uh, as a pick em. I think Julio Jones, uh, Matt Ryan, it's an indoor game. Let us not forget guys. This isn't outdoors this is at the new stadium in Minnesota. So um, I think that's too much credit. Actually, it opened up at four and a half when I got it. So I, I like the Falcons in this game a lot. It's funny.
1: Cause I'm leaning with the Vikings, but I don't want to lay the four. Mm. Um, Dude, Zimmer, and I'll just throw this at you here. I'm not, like, mm-hmm. arguing, you know what I mean? Because I don't love sure. it. This didn't make my best right. bets or anything. But something to chew on, guys. Uh, Zimmer, this is unbelievable. He's 37 wins, 14 losses, and two pushes against non-division opponents. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, he's one of them, 37, the 14, and two. Throw it to mm-hmm. two. 37 and 14 against the spread. Against non-division opponents. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Like, he he really only loses in division at times. Um, but I hear where you're going with this. I can see this being whoever has the ball last, going back and forth. Right. What about the over here? Indoor game, uh, two uh, aerial attacks.
2: Yep, four seven and a half. The defenses, Vikings probably have the edge in defense. But I think when it comes to weapons, it, who do you like, Cousins or Matt Ryan? Who do you trust more?
1: Uh, I would Minnesota, Minnesota more.
2: Yeah. Yep. So, but and I like that's the defense the more in Minnesota. Much.
1: That's my deal. Yeah. I hear you. I, I get it. Yep. Um, Ravens are six and a half. Is it too much or trap or what's what's your feel for this one?
2: It's gonna get it's gonna get the seven, and when it does, hammer it, guys, because no, they are not a seven point better in September. It's gonna be 93 degrees this Sunday. Humidity is gonna be choking. And it happens every year. I've seen worse teams uh, come into, uh, you know, worse Dolphins teams take on uh, on really good teams this time of the year. And it just, they're going to win Baltimore, but the Dolphins are going to cover because it's the second half of that game is going to be miserable for the guys on the Baltimore Ravens. It's every year with them. They're 20 and six, I think, uh, against the spread in the month of September over the last 10 years.
1: Yeah, I could see Baltimore being up, maybe a backdoor cover for Miami. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. Baltimore are going to win the game. would shock me if they covered, but I'm not in a hurry to lay the points out here. No. We'll have all of give our the final seven. picks. We're going to be on all day. Be on uh, game Time decisions at five and then in game live but tonight. Buffalo Bills are down to two and a half right now, man. A lot of money's coming I, on the Bills. I
2: took the Bills, by the way.
1: Total's <laughs> 40 and a half.
2: Yeah, give me the over.
1: I think there'll be points as well. Both teams team should get into the 20s here.
4: Message and data rates may apply.
3: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You wanna get back into shape? Get Nugenics.
5: To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
8: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. And I'm going to
9: take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
8: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not
9: 888. 400-0435 888-400-0435 400-0435 888-400-0435
6: andro400.com Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to moneynow 100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to Money Computer. Type in the address bar, moneynow100.com. That's money now, the number 100com I've been informed
1: that uh, Sean's still going off in the pit right now. Wow. Uh. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Sean's like uh, Trump with the, the Sharpie. No, no, it's going to hit Bam. Like a... <laughs> Hey, Brian, is he is he still rambling on like trying to make a point like say face down there?
15: Yeah, he won't shut up.
1: Like what's what did let you you heard like what was his point like what did he establish here?
15: He was saying that Sean McDermott has control in the Bills organization. That's what that's his point. That's what he's saying. He's giving me a thumbs up right now.
1: I know, but the thing is, me and Joe were talking about Mike Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know still why don't, he came in hot yeah. like that. I don't know. <laughs> he yeah,
2: came in hot yeah, but that's. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I, I still don't get it. And, by the way, he's uh like how wrong.
1: Sean Joe, he says, he goes, you're the one that brought up the Buffalo Bills. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. Even talking about the Bills game, I don't think I uttered the word Buffalo
17: or Bills on the no, show today. <laughs> I brought up McDermott and Tomlin's relationship, and then you said, yes, yeah, but, but McDermott still, doesn't have whole... – wait, No, wait. You said McDermott doesn't no, have power in the Bills about... organization, and that's totally wrong. And then he brought up a dumb <sighs> example of the Jets where the, the GM who hired Adam Gase – No longer there. Adam Gase hired the GM and Joe Douglas. Doesn't apply. What is he talking about?
2: Oh, but your whole thesis of of McDermott having power in Buffalo is not true. Yes, it is who signs true. The checks has the power. All right, but
17: Brandon Bean checks? listens to uh, Sean Brandon McDermott and Pagula. Sean McDermott listens to the, in the Pagula. Pagula no, is the you last think seven. Kim, You think Kim knows player personnel? You think she knows players? Whether she the does or not, she's the right, right run of the damn show. She's, she hired Sean exactly. McDermott for that reason. She's not the but coach. She, has she's final not the, say, she doesn't give period. it. No, no. She listens to the head coach. No, in this case, Sean McDermott. She gets the disclaimer. You do not know that, Joe. It doesn't. I Joe, know, listen, Joe, just you follow, follow business, along, Joe. You name me
2: one business where the person who signs the check doesn't have final say. This is Joe, football.
17: It's totally different. It's football. All right? No, it's not. It's Pugula, a business. they just bought the business. team three years ago, Joe. What so do they know about football? Years. Dude, he what does they the they same have... thing with the sabers. <laughs> well, we're talking you know, football. Forget fun. about hockey. And That's and you've, irrelevant. You've spun it. You've spun it. This <laughs> was not our argument to begin with. No, I was just... I was just uh, going oh, off of your, his no, his thesis, his thesis. And now you're bothering the kids in the pit with this stuff. No, I'm not. You're bringing it up. I was like, why is my uh, name coming out of Brian's mouth? Well, and Bar- it's like, oh, oh, yeah, Barstool Brian said yeah. to me, he goes, he's yeah, yeah, Sean's still yammering on down here about this bad take. And, and you and you believe that?
1: Uh, Barstool so he, Brian he, he's is going on going. me this kid. Yeah, he's
17: got you going now.
1: Like I said, um, I was thinking it a good idea, actually. And not that we're trying door. to run Brian out of the building, but... He's like he's got a barstool hat he always knows like about barstool news you know he defends them mm. when he gets the chance to so uh it's almost like a trade in sports we should get Portnoy on the line mm. and um you know is there like a disgruntled barstool like a dude that wants out and you know he can we can trade and uh, no we're not trying to trade you it's uh you know we know how much you love barstool so right. like you know like you, you don't really see media trades very often huh <laughs>
2: That would be interesting. Yeah, I'm going
1: Man. deaf down here. Sean in my ear. Yeah, he won't stop, huh? That's Two hours. Boy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, leave him alone, Sean. Sean.
2: McDermott has final uh, say. Uh, oh, it's Friday. Sean McDermott doesn't sign a check. he so got guess,
17: no say.
1: I guess as a hardcore Bills fan, shot I'll be seeing you at the game Sunday, right?
17: Yeah. I am not. I am not. Paying a dime to go to MetLife. No way. And not take that train back real bills to bang. Brooklyn? Hell no. Joe, this guy's no. not even going to the game. He's telling us how to power hey, structure hey, Gabe, organization. Hey, right. Gabe, how are you going to the game, Gabe? Uh, you pay for tickets? Yeah, I, you, oh, you. oh, thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm one of the few yeah. people that was He's disappointed
1: that I got the free tickets because, yeah, unlike <laughs> you, I'm a real fan. It likes to get drunk unlike in me. the end hey, zone Gabe, with ha- the
17: fans. Gabe, when's the last time you've been to Buffalo? Please. I go every year to a Bills game. Have you been there? When was the last time? I live in New York. What do you want me to uh, do? I, I don't live in New York? Please. Must be on
1: one of your many vacations. Mm.
17: Yeah. I, don't, I don't take those that, that much. Yeah. I'd rather <laughs> I go think to... I need a vacation now. Jeez, I'd rather, you, I'd rather, YouTube, go, to, yeah, I'd rather go to MetLife Stadium than Buffalo. Why, you, why are you hitting on Buffalo now? Oh, you were Bills. defending the whole city for how long now? All of a sudden, you're going to get on them?
1: Anyways, you're yeah. the one. Yeah, Buffalo this, Buffalo that.
17: <laughs> All right. You should mm-hmm. know more than anyone that McDermott has the power there, Gabe. Come on. I'm, I'm aware
1: that it's you. a collaboration. You're acting like he's, uh, like it's, uh, he's uh, John Wooden or something. Woody yeah. Hayes running the program,
2: Joe. He stormed yeah. out of the room. <laughs> Did he really? <laughs> yeah. There's only one Bill Belichick, guys. One. There's one Bill Sorry. Belichick. There's one guy that has total say as a coach. And that's Belichick. Yeah, real Nobody fair. else does.
1: I don't go to MetLife Stadium. What are you,
17: Stadium Elitist? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's wrong with
2: He's MetLife Stadium? He's too good for that, man. Yeah,
17: I don't know. The commute? I don't know. What? what do you, haven't you railed about the commute how many times? Like, How long do you have to wait for a train to get back? It's, it's, it's awful. It's pleasant experience going in <laughs> and out It's not. Of it's not. I don't think Joe's going to any games anytime soon either. Well, dude.
2: No, I... I... I, it's When they come here to Miami, of course I go to the games. When Buffalo comes here to Miami, of course I go to the games. Of course I do. you going to see uh, Baltimore this weekend? Why would I? I don't root for either one of those two teams. Why would I go there? You don't there? root, for, Makes you no root sense. for the Bills in what way? You're a Jets fan. Why would you root for the Bills? My girlfriend is from Buffalo. So, yes, I have no choice.
17: I have no choice but to, but to follow the Bills. Wow. And, you know, like Gabe just – uh, kill Buffalo right there, the city of Buffalo. Wow. I didn't kill Buffalo. Well, he's going to the game, which is more than we can say for you. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't pay for tickets, a But he's making the effort. He's not making the effort. Come on. Yeah, he got not free making the sweet effort. tickets. Come on. Free <laughs> so booze. getting game there. You think I wouldn't be there if I didn't have the sweet tickets? Uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. You go to the game uh, no. the weekend after? The bat. Yes, you, I you am. You want to see the Giants? Yeah, uh, yeah I am. Girls? I can't wait. Mm hmm. You got to get up to Buffalo. I can't
1: right. wait to go to
17: MetLife's. I've been to Buffalo, so right? go back to <laughs> Buffalo. It's a fun experience. You're with real Bills fans. To Buffalo or Buffalo. I've been there. I'm aware. Mhm. Yeah, that's where the Bills play. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They
1: should move. They should actually move to Buffalo. Yeah. They're not even in Buffalo. All right. Orchard
17: Park's
2: mm-hmm. just fine. No,
17: it isn't. Yes, it is.
2: No, it's a, it's a crack hole. No. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's,
17: like, it's a lot of fun actually tailgating there. It's in the middle. It's, it's farmlands in the middle of nowhere. They have mm-hmm. a bunch of
1: hick yokel sheriffs that the only reason their little town is in business is because they terrorize visiting bill fans and shake mm-hmm. them down for petty crime and
17: heavy fines. Oh, and that wouldn't happen in the city of Buffalo. Sure. It would not on Chippewa
2: street. <laughs> That's
17: right. <laughs> no, my idea
1: for My idea was uh, put the bills, uh, Niagara falls. Oh,
2: brilliant. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: On the American, casino. Right? No, that was my idea. No, no <laughs> exactly. joke. Exactly. Yep. You know that's that big... Niagara Falls? That's actually technically closer to downtown Buffalo than Orchard is.
2: Yes, Orchard's out of the way.
1: It's like yeah, but it's <laughs> like 40 minutes from downtown Buffalo to that stadium, mm-hmm. without try like you know traffic, whatever, a little longer. There's nothing to see in the downtown Buffalo anyway. It's 18 minutes from Niagara Falls. Like you're right there. Like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, Niagara Falls would have been nice scenically and stuff. Or just put it in downtown freaking Buffalo. Let's bring Bob in right now because everyone's getting mm. mad here. It's all Sean's fault. We're going along talking about Tomlin. He's bringing yeah. to bring in Buffalo. In. Who's winning the game, Sean? Buffalo or the Jets? I have Buffalo, oh. of course. Come on. All right. Good
2: call. Oh, okay. Well, at least you bet on him.
1: No, he's probably – I know no, you're not going to the games. I'm not going to have any action on it, probably. Saturday, I'll bet on him. Yeah, you better. I'll hey, see you if you'll you
17: be then. there, I'll show you the ticket.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you to see the ticket. Oh, for the record, no. tonight, I like Marshall and Boise State to go over the number. Mm. And uh, give me Rice plus 19. A little rice a for dinner tonight, Joe.
10: Ooh, a little rice ball plus control, 19 huh? and a half. Yeah,
1: yeah. They Damn. played well against Army last week. I, I'm not. Yeah. Wake's dude, Wake shouldn't be 20-point favorites on the road against anybody. Mm. I don't care if they're playing 11 bobs. What's up, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe. Imagine 11 Andy, like tomatoes on the field. No, today. Don't,
18: no, I can't.
1: What's up, Bob? How you doing, How's buddy? How's
18: everybody doing today? I'm
1: Good. ready to watch your New York Giants kill those smelly cowboys. Oh, I can't wait, too. I
18: can't wait. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Elliot looks like Ewok, like you said.
1: Yeah. I Listen, I love he Corey does. Parson, and we miss him, but... uh. I'm glad he's not here right now. Uh, the Cowboys and blah, blah. Yeah. he would be going on and on and talking like anyone cares about that team. Go Giants.
18: Uh, you, know, you know he talks about that team all the time. So, yeah, we know
1: that. Uh, Barstool, Brian, yeah, yeah, Cowboys by three. Set, set You know, front runner, Brian. <laughs> front runner, they haven't won in like yeah. 30
18: years. Eli Manning. Uh, well, I, and Eli, I we the trust. Giants will be, I think the Giants will beat.
1: The yeah, what's Cowboys. the final score going to be, Bob?
18: I say the Giants 28 and the Dallas Cowboys 17. Wow.
1: 28, 17.
18: Wow. Yeah, that's my prediction.
1: You going to work today, Bob?
18: Yeah, I have to work today. and Then I have the weekend off.
1: You yeah. sound a little. Uh, you're worn out, Bob. You tired? End of the week?
18: Oh uh, no, I'm happy. I can't wait till Sunday. It's dragging.
1: That's Vermont. Vermont KUSH catching up.
18: It was kind of good game yesterday, but it kind of a boring yesterday, Terrible game. Yesterday too. Terrible game yesterday. I know. Well, not enough offense. Not enough
1: offense. Look, Bob, it's Eli Manning Pudding Day. What flavor is Eli yeah. Manning? <laughs>
10: I figure Eli Manning
1: is uh, plain. <laughs> 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 it's
10: no missionary. flavor. Plain. Yeah. <laughs>
18: Eli today Manning's a plain to yogurt. The for lunch today. They
1: have a chicken breast for lunch today. Chicken breast. I can deal with that. Yeah.
18: They're going to have rice, too. Yeah. See,
1: that's a... Oh, that's giblets.
18: That's uh called giblets. Nice.
1: That Well, yeah, yeah, it can't be on the cob, Bob. They're going to lose their teeth. No,
18: not really. <laughs> not very
1: good on the cob. No, no, not on the if cob. They
18: have teeth, maybe. I don't know. No, not but see, this
1: is cow. fitting, though. I just said I like rice plus the points, and you're serving rice today. It's destiny. Mm-hmm. Rice can't lose. What's for dessert, Bob?
18: Uh, for dessert is watermelon. Watermelon.
1: All right. Make sure you got those seeds yeah. out. Yeah, the seeds are out already. What? So what do you do there, Bob? Like, what's your job? Like, do you you bring? You're like the waiter. You bring it to the table. You pick yeah. it up after. You wash well, the dishes. What do you do there? It's like
18: it's like you uh, break, you put the food out on like a you know those tables that you put the food in it uh the like hot tables. And then you serve them, uh, like, home style. The nurses come up, and they check, look at their ticket, and then they, you put it on the plate, and they serve them. And then you Any of the nurses hot? Yeah, oh, yeah, the nurses. Oh, yeah, one of them are hot. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
18: Stacy. Oh, okay. Stacy is her name. She's hot. Mm. Yeah. What's her name? Juan.
2: Stacy. Ooh.
18: Yeah, she's very pretty.
2: Sounds like uh, you got a crush, Bob.
18: Yeah, I do. do, do, do. <laughs> uh, Stacy right, or, want, or Michelle, who are you taking?
2: For the who are you drafting? Uh, <laughs> Michelle or uh, Stacy, who oh, are you drafting?
18: Guess what? I won $18 on, dollars $18 on um, what's it called, Sandu last night. Oh, good stuff. It's been more three, nice. Pretty good. $3 on it.
1: That's not bad because be uh, nobody won on FanDuel or DraftKings because there was nothing happening in fantasy. But we got to go, Bob. God bless you. Have a good day at work. Yeah. So uh, Joe? Oh, yeah. I'll call you later
18: at 5 o'clock. I'll Thank you, Bob.
1: Oh, right
2: and us. So, you Joe. You
18: guys
1: are awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, hang up, up now, now. Bob. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Bob. Goodbye. All Bye-bye. right. Yeah, hang up on him, guys. like,
10: <sighs> <sighs>
1: seems to be a thing at this station. Like, uh, people <laughs> never hang up. Like, I never get rid of them. I don't no, know what happened. The ops don't hang up, or the callers don't hang up. It's like, guys, yeah. it's like, somebody hang up. So I told him, hang up now, Bob. Like, hey, all right, hang up now. All right. So uh, we got more shows coming up. We're gonna give you all of our picks and stuff. But uh, like I said, tonight, give me the over in the in the Marshall Boise State game, and uh, give me rice plus the points. You want NFL picks? Here's hmm. some NFL picks uh, for you. Give me the Detroit Lions. Uh, The Cardinals are so bad, even Matt Patricia can't screw this up. Give me the Lions. Give me the Giants plus seven. Denver Broncos on Monday Night Football, but we got time for that one. Ooh, Andrew Luck's not here. Ooh, I'm in trouble. Give me Jacoby Brissett and the Colts plus six and a half points.
2: Nice. Love it.
1: Buffalo Bills, New York Jets over 40 and a half. Done. A lot of winners there, Ranieri. yeah. Hey, the winners be yours. We'll see you at 5 right. o'clock. Football's
18: back.
16: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper,
12: Once again, that's 800-932-5517
10: Kids,
1: Well, we're now one week away from the start of the National Football League regular season. Somebody better tell Zeke Elliott uh, that they're about to kick off with or without him. And as we've told you many times, uh, the U2 song, With or Without You, is a very, very uh, pre- uh, appropriate and fitting theme song for this right now for Melvin Gordon and for Zeke Elliott as the NFL is larger than life and will kick off with or without you. Now, I don't even, what's the deal with Zeke Elliott? Is he in Cabo or something like that? I don't even really care. I've always known that Zeke Elliott would be a problem. He's a good football player, but you know it's hard to sympathize with this kid just because, you know, just that face, man. He looks like an Ewok so much that, like I said, maybe it's because of a Michigan fan. But all kidding aside, you have two years left on your deal, bro. You have two years left on your deal. You notice, like, Doc Prescott, he's got one year left on his deal. You notice he's shutting up right now. Why? Because he knows Jerry Jones is going to take care of him after. But no, 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 you, Zeke.
10: USA
11: Radio News with Chris Barnes.
17: Hurricane Dorian moving close to North Carolina now. It could actually make landfall somewhere along...